guys and a bottle of Miller Lite, Jägermeister, Needles, Sierra Nevada, McDaniels, Captain Morgan, Jimmy Bean, Tequila, Jägermeister, Jason, Glenn Levitt, Fireball, Root Beer, Contact, Soco, Dave Seckies, and Gray, and George Dickel. And don't forget to take cider. Or whatever you're having. Whatever you're having. What's happening? Hey, <laughs> freaking potheads, man. Oh, yeah. I'm just getting excited, wound up here. Around <laughs> it, actually, I know it was Friday night last week, and then, no, it was Saturday night, and I said Friday night, and now it's Friday night. And, uh, what's up, Saturday night? Nah, it's Friday night. So Make up your mind. I know. You don't even know where you're at and what's going on. I'm like a big cuckoo clock around here. <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong. Well, that's all right. You were asking for it. You want to know. You want to know what happened to Butt Mike, and I told you he he passed. But just uh, just since you were asking about him, here he well, is. Oh, well, for God's sake. Uh oh. Oh, for God's uh, sake. Oh, for God's sake. Sakes. Welcome oh, to the God Motor City. <laughs> Thank you, Butt Mike. We miss you, brother. Right on. <laughs> it's like he's almost in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here we are. Three, it's March the sixth. It's a week before Friday the thirteenth. It is. It is. Do you want to tell them or do yeah, the, we'll, no, we'll preview we'll just that get... a little. Yeah, we should probably get all the uh, the show advertisements and the show notes and all that stuff out. Do of you want to tell them? Heck yeah! All right, let's Heck tell yeah. them. Heck I mean, yeah! Let's get excited. Well, we should. We should. Yeah, we just had a we just had a great pre-interview with Nopacetic, and she which will. We, which she, we promised you earlier or earlier episodes. Yes. Yeah. We what did. was that episode thirteen? I think we talked about that. Yeah, wasn't it? When somewhere we got, when we got the CD. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, we just confirmed uh, Nopacetic uh, as of right now is going to be here on uh, next week's show. So, uh, so she will be here for the Saints St. Patrick's Day party. And uh, we're gonna Friday thirteen. We're gonna have her in studio, and she promises she's bringing her guitar and yep. her her vocals and yep. and all that good stuff. So, um, but yeah, we want to make sure that we let you know that's going on. So something to look forward to. And and uh, just in case you don't remember from uh, from show thirteen, uh, this is a this is a nice little preview of what you're gonna get out of out of Nopacetic next week. So yeah, just some uh, great uh, local talent. Yeah, very very. Beautiful voice. Listen to that voice. So yeah, yeah, something to look forward to. I know we're looking forward As to it. As promised, she is. Uh, she we is are going to deliver. Very neat. Girl. No pathetic. Yep. Friday the thirteenth. Yep. Yeah. So we look forward to uh, look forward to that next week. But uh, in the meantime, here we are on uh, March the sixth. Uh, nice uh, once again. Thirty degrees. Yeah. <laughs> a balmy, balmy 30 degrees i know it's supposed, supposed to be a little warmer today but apparently uh apparently I not got like so. two weeks to spring <laughs> sooner or later sooner or later well i do see wonderful thing about tiggers this tiggers a wonderful thing <laughs> <laughs> his heads are made of rubber and his 
tails are made of spring. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Tigger. I know. And we got Twan in the studio again tonight. So he stopped by and uh, what brought, us, brought us a fine bottle of Dewar's. Ah! No, 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 not, not Dewar's. It was it not Dewar's. Uh, I'm all no. sauced up on the cold brew, Jameson. Yeah, Jameson he's plugging cold the tweets brew. with Twan. And, and he brought us uh, the Bell's Best Brown Ale. And I'll tell you what, I'm not a Bell's fan, but this is not too bad. So. And I'm not a Jameson fan, and that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not really a coffee fan either, so no. that, uh, that explains a lot. So, but that's all right. That's all but right. But that's like that, uh, everything for everybody. So. That is like our show, very opinionated, and uh, we don't judge. No, no, you know, no. You like what you like, and you you don't what you don't. I won't hate you because you have bad taste. Uh, oh, <laughs> precisely, precisely. I got you precisely. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking. Uh, I'm uh, just so everybody knows. I'm drinking uh, Angry Orchard uh, Green Apple and Knob Creek. So <laughs> yeah, Angry yeah, Orchard. Into, yeah, if you're into well, that. there it is. That's his. Uh, that's his drinks of of choice. So Spirit so I, 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 I'll tell you what. We should probably get to the. Uh, we'll we'll get to the shot of the week. So we don't uh, we don't have to make Gary Jerry uh, Larry Terry uh, Mary wait too long. You know, I talked to him Wednesday night. He was at the, he was at the he was at the bar. okay. And uh, he really does appreciate uh, us not waiting that long to do a shot. Even though he doesn't, obviously it's not live. He's not listening to it live because nobody's really listening to us live. But so when you listen to it, and he does listen to it, and he sits down, he doesn't have to wait 20 minutes to right. do a shot. Right. <laughs> well, tell him there is always fast forward. He can always fast forward, get to, the, get to the shot, and then rewind. back it yeah. back up, and then start start back over. And then when he gets to the shot, he can have another shot. <laughs> and then and then he might actually catch up to us. Right. But I can't. But he does appreciate it. Before we get to that, I don't. I can't think. Of, you know, we always got to cover some of the news stories that are going on. And this one, I'll tell you what, I have to get to this. This is just it belongs at the top of the show, and this just goes right without saying of what is going on with the mainstream media these days. And I'll tell you. <laughs> I've always respected Brian Williams. I mean, he's just been a reputable journalist as far as I'm concerned for so many years. But this is beyond a gaffe. And I don't, I don't know if you've heard this. I, I don't know if this aired yesterday or today. But uh, listen to this, uh, this interview with, I think it was, uh, it was uh, Mara, Mara Gay with the New York Times. Check this out. They're talking about, they're talking about Bloomberg and uh, the money he spent on his campaign advertising. All right, well, you let's do the shot for Gary. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you said we weren't we weren't going to make him wait. <laughs> I said I was going to cover this first. Oh, you were going to cover this first. Yeah, oh. But thanks for listening to the thanks podcast. Thanks for listening to the podcast, you <laughs> son of a bitch. This thing's getting out of control. You know what? Episode 32, you know, you'd think you learned something by now. <laughs> All right, well, I'll tell you what. All right, let's... so who's in charge? You know what? Who's really in charge here? Um, is it you? Is it me? Uh, Bella. Bella? Bella's really in charge. Right. Just ask her. She'll tell you. Yeah, and she knows how to play guitar very well, too. She, she, not as well as Ozzy. He's got that tail thing down to a down <laughs> got, to a perfect size. He's got the swag and the wag, He man, can actually, he can he can actually strum a few here. chords. He'd be like a, a Jimmy Page with the uh, string bow on the guitar. <laughs> there, yeah, nice. exactly. I like, right. Exactly. So are we making him wait or no? Well, I thought we were gonna, but no. that's uh. Oh, but, let's make him wait. Well, I thought we were gonna. All right, let's go. Well, yeah. here, check no. this. Check no, this story out. No, you go. Just hold on, I'm running some video. Yeah, I'm getting excited. You said I was tired, and you were supposed to carry me tonight. I'm trying. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you see it as a possibility if he wants to spend a billion bucks beating this guy, he could do it. Absolutely. 
Um, somebody tweeted recently that um, actually with the money he spent, he could have given every American a million dollars. I got it. Let's put it up yeah. on the screen. It, when I read it uh, tonight on social media, it kind of all became clear. Bloomberg spent $500 million on ads. U.S. population, $327 million. Uh, don't tell us if you're ahead of us on the math. He could have given each American one million dollars and have had lunch money left over. It's an incredible way of putting it. It's an incredible way of putting it. It's true. It's disturbing. It does it does is suggest, it? you know, what we're talking about here. <laughs> is it true? Have you got it figured out? Did you do the math? Uh, I do know the population of America, and I know how much money Bloomberg has, and yes, that is uh, not so if you subtract five, 500 million by uh, 327 million, you Correct. come up with a uh, surplus of. I'm thinking it's about a dollar fifty a piece per person. Yeah, I was going to say not, yeah, not, yeah. not quite, not quite, yeah, not, not quite, not, not quite, <laughs> not, 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 not good enough. Not that's good uh, it's uh, yeah. So, so the uh, truth, you're tru- not you're not getting one of those. The true right. math yeah, is yeah. Uh, yeah, if you really want to give everybody a million dollars a piece, uh, you would actually, which is trending on Twitter today, Bloomberg would have had to spend. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Three hundred and twenty-seven trillion dollars, and then everybody could have a million dollars apiece. I mean, you know, socialism seems like a wonderful thing, but I don't think Bloomberg's shelling out $327 trillion. And even though I know he's one of the richest people in the country, I I don't think he has it. So The wonderful thing about socialism is socialism's a wonderful thing. (laughs) His head is made of rubber, and his tail is made of spring. (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going. So I, I'm pretty sure the uh, New York Times, uh, you know, it just makes me wonder how many fact, fact checkers, how many how many different people actually reviewed that and went, yeah, um, okay, yeah, I got, yeah, no, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good math. I get it. Makes sense to me. Well, well <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah. Well, speaking of socialism, <laughs> how's your boy Bernie Sanders doing? <laughs> well, I followed him home the other day. <laughs> At least I thought it was him. You know, you know there, I, there's a guy out there, and uh, you know, all, to all the bald-headed guys out there, you know, you that got the gray hair like Bernie Sanders. I really feel for you, and you know, is is there a reason that the people that are left that is running for this pre- presidential uh, election or primary or wherever we're at, is there a reason that they're all ready for um, failure, nursing homes? <gasps> Oh shit! I mean, it's uh, damn it. Why? Well, why can we not have a president that's under the age of seventy? All right. Well, listen. On the way over here, I was so disturbed about last night's, um, you know, the news. All right. So we watch the news. You watch your channel. I watch my channel. This is this. I have my opinions. You have your opinion. Everything's fair. America is based on opinions, and you cannot threaten a judge in the Supreme Court. If your name is and then, you know. Talking about Chuck Schumer? Yeah, I'm talking about Chuck Schumer. So You weren't uh, impressed? What, no, what are they going to get him on, man? I mean, uh, he obviously puts the fucking uh, uh, Dem in dementia, you know, I, I, the I DM. Don't, I don't think John they, Roberts was very impressed either because he actually came out and said what really he said think, was very dangerous. They they really think that uh, he might he might get he's he's gonna 
Well, you're going to get some repercussions on this one. I don't care who you are. There almost I, has to be. There, there has to be on this because, as uh, Trump said, if you watch the um, uh, town hall meeting last night in uh, Pennsylvania, which was Joe Biden's uh, territory, and what I was going to say earlier, uh, just a second ago, was I was on my way over here and I was like, Joe, boo, didn't. You know, I just kind of come up with some stupid shit, but oh my God. Oh my God! It just baffles the mind, and they dug they they dug up so much dirt on Joe Biden last night. If anybody watched Hannity on Fox last night, holy crap! You're talking the N word. You're talking about degrading women. You are talking 1972, and all kinds of things. And here's the thing: no matter if you are running for president or any reelection or uh, Congress or uh, senator, anything, you are accountable for things that you have said in the past that will come up and affect you to this day well i don't do you, uh, under, do you understand i, that? I understand that, that is that and, is but, the thing and anything you can use against you in a court of law they will use against you that you have said or done in the past well personally i don't even care if but you even go man, back that far no he all really i gotta did. do is look at what he did this week this uh, you week, know this week with last the, year and 10 years ago and 20 years ago it is borderline pathetic, and I'm sick of it, man. I can't believe that he is even still one of the front runners. Well, I, it's because I, I, it's I because the, the Democratic Party wants Joe Biden in there because number one, they feel he's the only person that can beat the president, right? In, in a reelection, and number two, because with he, after, with with where he's at in his mental state that seems to be going on with the amount of gaffes that he makes and and where he's at, he's going to be nothing more than a figurehead in that office. And that way, the deep state can sit there and run run the country with uh, Joe Biden standing there, just trying to remember where he's at that day. Nobody I, has it, nobody has condoned Joe uh, Joe Biden for what he's he's said in the past. It, it, it's like I said, borderline pathetic right now, and he has used the N word, degrading to women, and his like you said, his gas. And where is it? Not deep state of mind, but where is Joe Biden's deep state of mind? I mean, because it's it's asinine, and I, I and I'm not leaning towards one way or the other, it, honestly. But geez, I mean, you have to pay attention to what is going on. This, there, there. Elizabeth Warren's gone. Bernie's gone off the deep end. Uh, like I said, Elizabeth Warren's gone. Come yeah, but, on. But Bernie's Bernie's actually straight and steady. He's not off the deep end. He's just he, he's he, he's very straight and steady. He is straight. Uh, okay, he's okay. No big deal. He believes what but he believes and he and believes what he believes. Correct. But correct. Are, do you believe what he believes? I'm not saying, you know what? I'll tell you what. After what happened to the poor guy this week, after what the what, what the rest of the Democrats did with him, with the way they all canceled out just before Super Tuesday. Right. And they, well, all, so, no, and Biden, they all threw themselves behind Biden. Biden thought it was Super Thursday. <laughs> and they all threw themselves behind Biden. Even Well, look at this right here. The CBC, our Canadian friends, even they say, here's the headline, as the dirtbag left reaches Super Tuesday, the ground is shifting under their feet. And, you know, nobody, nobody that I know of, I don't care whether you're on the right or on the left, appreciated the way they just played that game where everybody jumped out of the race and they all threw their support. Oh, we, we're going to, we're going to throw our support behind Biden and we're going to stand behind him. And then, like you say, you got Elizabeth Warren. What did she do? She decided she should have done the same thing and throw her support behind Bernie, but she didn't. So she held on because she's just a selfish, crazy 
biatch. And heard how, do you, him. how do you spell that? Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's uh, uh, three i's i t t dot e c with a couple t's and h. And it's it's just an ugly mess, and it almost makes me because they're doing the same thing to Sanders that they did in the last election, where they 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 because they don't because he doesn't fit into the democratic. No, he doesn't persona of who they want. They're just railroading the poor guy. And you know, and and stealing votes from him, and stealing. And even if Bernie did get elected, who's going to be who? Who's he got for a vice president? Who knows? Probably, I, probably AOC. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. But it doesn't matter because I don't think he's ever going to have a chance to get there because the the Democrats are so determined that they're going to put Joe Biden up in that up in that uh, up in that spot. Doesn't make sense, to and me. that's what they're pushing for. Doesn't make sense to me. Well, I. I you know, Ugh. what else do they have to my, offer? My skin's crawling right now, <laughs> man. And listen, uh, who's running against Trump? Joe Biden. Who is no in the Republican Party? Who is running against Trump? Currently, nobody. Nobody. Why? I don't know. Why? You know why? Because last night at the um, town hall meeting in Pennsylvania, uh, Trump clearly explained exactly all the questions that the all Americans needed to know per se even the the people in the crowd got up and even asked him personal questions and he had a perfect answer for everything he said yes the healthcare coverage is not perfect but we needed to build our military back up yes so yeah I did I did spend the money on that instead of the, and he goes I'm trying to fix the Obama mess up and there's just so much my mind's overloaded it is uh, one thing after another right now. Well, you probably you know, should just have have your shot with uh, with Gary and, and get I, I it will. out of there. I will. Clear, clear your head. But the, the people that are listening that did watch the town hall meeting, he did clarify himself very well and explained why that this is this and this is that. And, you know, the Taliban, you know, after 20 years, uh, they really want to give up. But do we trust them? You know, <laughs> I mean, really, do we trust the Taliban to uh, – uh, stay with stay with stay with their 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 thing but the day after we 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 signed the seven day uh no no war no nothing treaty they went and started blowing stuff up again mm-hmm. it was like come on no, How, no. You, you can't trust these people but he doesn't want to <laughs> go over there and give iran a nuclear deal you know that was horrible and he's cleaning up the obama mess and that that's what's going on basically oh so I... yeah so you want to you want to get into the uh the the debt or this and that. Sanders can't figure out where the money's going to come from. Elizabeth Warren couldn't figure out where the money's going to come from. Biden, you know, he's still riding on, uh, he, he's still got implications coming from uh, his son. Yeah, they're hammering him for that. They're not going to let that go. No, that's not going away by any means. You that's know? that's that's a, that's a full investigation that's still yet to come. And, you know, with all the people that, uh, that uh, they threw behind drink. Biden... Right. Did, did you uh, did you see who uh, uh, you wanna, you who wanna... he announced that he was going to put back into his uh, into his uh, cabinet if he gets elected? Who Biden? Yeah, Beto O'Rourke. <sighs> he wants to bring Beto back, and he says Beto needs belongs back in his cabinet because because he wants to put uh, Beto back in there so Beto can help him take care of the gun problem. <laughs> I tell you what, the Second Amendment is not going anywhere, anywhere. 
Well, do you it's remember? Not, do you remember what Beto happen. said when he was when he was out there stomping? This is this is what Beto had to say. because so many other people were shot by that AR-15 in Odessa and Midland. There weren't enough ambulances to get to them in time. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. And there it is. That's going to be your uh, your uh, next cabinet member, according to uh, Joe Biden. He's uh, he's bringing him right in. <laughs> it's good for you. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Is it good for the economy too? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It. There's enough. There's enough guns that are already in this country, so we don't need any more. <laughs> yeah, we discussed that earlier in previous uh, episodes. I do though. I honestly, I almost feel bad for for Bernie, just for for <laughs> what they've done to him, and and not just not just that side of the Democratic Party, and not the people that are under Biden, and not you know. Klobuchar and boot edge edge and all of that that jumped in there behind him. But on top of that, you, now you got Warren that's that's piling everything up on him. I too. thought so, uh, you know I, th- I thought Budacek was coming up from the rear. No, he's he can't. He, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was. Uh, you know, sneaking up the rear. You know, in the polls. <laughs> well, the you polls. know, so so there's there's an interesting thing because the speculation oh, is the speculation is who you, is I kill who, myself. Who is Biden's running mate going to be? That's that's what they're saying is who's and a lot of people Hillary have suggested that it might be Buttigieg. Yeah. And if it's Buttigieg, how's that going to work out? Because it's not. It's not. It's not. It's, it's just not. Because the one thing that Biden has is the black vote. And the one thing not after last night that the gay community does not agree with. I mean, I'm sorry, I had that wrong. The one thing that the black community does not agree with is the gays. That's something that is for some reason after all this time, the black community is very, very negative about the whole gay thing. They just it's just not and it's just the way just the way it is. And 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 the gays and the millennials right now, the the millennials, the, from what I understand, they have no interest that uh, Budacek is or Budacek, uh, say his name right. Budacek. Right. So anyway, they <laughs> even even know that he is gay. The millennial gays have no interest that he is gay uh, to vote for him. <laughs> no, honestly, they don't care that he's gay or not. They're I'm just, not. I'm just reading. A, they're I'm not just voting. reading a Biden quote. Right. But You'll, they're not. They're not going <laughs> to vote. The the gays are not going to vote for him just because he's gay. They they don't correct. They don't have the interest. In, no, no, they don't no, have I, the interest in it, and they don't care because that's not what they believe in. What you, the, well, it doesn't make them one thing just because of their life choice or sure. however their 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 partner choice or however that works. It doesn't make doesn't mean that they don't have any other thought pattern besides that. So just because this is a, a, a like minded from their from their sexual preference, right, doesn't mean that they believe in his policies. No. And, but yeah, the 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 statistics are way low on that. Yeah. It, it, yeah. as far as that's concerned. Well, here's a Biden quote so, that was just so handed got? to me. I got it. Yeah, robot bartender said this something? is a this is a gaffe that uh, that Biden just said the other day joe biden says poor kids are just as bright as white kids <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't even know how to say the last name boy. <laughs> that was that was thomas thomas per hogan i don't even know how to say tommy's last name that's pretty bad but yeah tommy tommy tommy's one of our listeners he just posted that on facebook for us <laughs> 
Oh, well. Well, that's all I got to say. That's enough politics because you could go so deep in all the crap with Warren and all that stuff, So I and I, and I don't want to. I but, know I know. But, we do focus on, uh, you know, because we have to. Yeah. Because yeah, it's 2020. But enough's I mean, enough. But enough's enough. Enough's enough. And and I, a, I, we had talked about it on previous There's episodes, a whole and it was lot like, more coming. It was like, so. come on, man. You know, all right, let's get past this. So what else you got, man? <laughs> The, um, the coronavirus. Yeah, the, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess there's a big old ship circling around California, and they're dropping off these test kits. And uh, what I heard last night is that uh, one of the any one of those persons gets uh, or wherever that cruise ship lands in like California, and it gets uh, to the port, and then all it takes is one of those people that do have a coronavirus to go sneeze on a homeless person in downtown or wherever they land and then there's your epidemic there's your uh woo wuhan epidemic in america well i know california it, issued a state of an emergency the other day yeah i don't know if you I, saw that yeah i do i know they that. have they yeah. have 54 cases in california so that institutes a state of emergency all right well let me tell so, you but something. as of last week there was only uh there was a u.s citizen that had passed away but they're in inside the U.S. I guess six have passed away. Inside the U.S., the number's up to twelve now. Is it twelve? Yeah. I know. As I, of as of this, the the this morning's report from oh, the as WHO, of this okay, as of this I, morning, the number is actually I heard at twelve. Six in the U.S., not U.S. Yes. citizens abroad or whatever, but in the U.S., there's now confirmed what twelve? Yes, and okay. over and over worldwide, there's over a hundred thousand cases total. Okay. But yeah, in in the U.S., there's actually been 12 deaths caused from it. Okay, so that's point zero. I think Hannity said it like zero point zero 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 one compared to the flu. And, and, and the, that's the, the thing. typical flu, you know, or whatever. And, that, and that's correct. It, you know, so and that's what and then you got really the Dow, and you got irritates uh, me about the the everybody losing their mind uh, about this. Four hundred one ks are dropping. You know, I, I've heard all kinds of stories today. I, I work the day shift today, which I normally don't do, and there there are people that are you know that are concerned and there uh, a panic has set in. Nonetheless, you know you know they're talking about uh, using uh, freaking uh, Tito's for hand sanitizer or moonshine, you know, for hand sanitizer. That's how paranoid they got these people. That's what I said, Jack Daniels. Yeah, you know, a little for oh, the throat, little geez, for the hands, little man. for the throat, little for the hands. I know, and there's a new. And trend. then I'm gonna lick my hands when I'm done. Right, but there's a new trending thing on like Facebook right now. Is like if you have if you have survived, you know, if you were there and you were friends with your friends on Facebook, and you know it was a bad situation, and if you survive that, then you are immune to the coronavirus. <laughs> you know, my buddy put on there the back of a. a one of the bars that we used to hang out, it was called the Sugar Shack. And uh, you can use your imagination for that one, the, the Sugar Shack. So, yeah, if you survive the Sugar Shack, you are immune to the coronavirus. Where was if, that at, in Florida? Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a Sugar Shack. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the Sugar Shack is. I it do. Was a, it was a little, a little Sugar Shack in the back <laughs> of a bar that we used to hang out. And there was another bar that was called Casey's Alley, and I'll just put it out there. So if you survive Casey's Alley, you're immune to the. And that, you know, that that's that's the trendy thing on Facebook. As I woke up today, was uh, you know, if you survive this, you are immune to the coronavirus. You know, my if, problem, my problem you, with if, it is, if you were there, you is know. how much chaos and 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 how much devastation that that there the mainstream media is is woohooing about. 
and it, it it's crazy. It's just too much. It's it's so extreme, and they're creating almost their own panic. And I don't know if people realize this. I mean, all you have to do, go to the CDC right now, and you go look at the past years, and it takes time to calculate this data, but you go look at the past years. But currently, as of right now, do you know how many people that have died from the flu in the U.S.? Just the flu. Just the regular influenza. Take a stab. I'm, I'm, honestly, I do, I think I know this number, like 12,000. 10,000. Okay. Year. I, I thought it was closer to 12, but, I mean, if you got it, uh, the flu has already killed, what, 10,000 across yep. the U.S.? Yep. Uh, world frets over coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but there's there's been 12 people that have died from the coronavirus in the U.S. All in total, there's been 3,300 people that have died from the coronavirus. Just almost, almost 4,000 people that have died from the coronavirus worldwide. Right. Worldwide. And- and this has been going on since and I think November the, or October of last year. Right. And I think in the U.S. right now that they have 75, it, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm going to bet on myself on this one. I think they only have 75,000 uh, test kits or for the coronavirus. That's it. And, and not, not according to what they just announced yesterday in the press conference. They're actually releasing, literally today, there was millions going out. According, I, I honestly believe that's false. Well, and it, and it could be. I, I, I don't really know. do. I don't know. And I, I think it's closer. I, honestly, and, I think it's seventy-five thousand. I'm not arguing with you. I don't know. I don't know the facts. I mean, hundred percent sure that I heard it was only seventy-five to like a hundred thousand of the, uh, you know, the test kits. But Trump's not worried about it because, uh, you know, they say with the warmer weather that it will fade away or whatever. But go ahead, continue, please, because. Uh, I, I do need to be enlightened. Well, it's so. it, it's just the it's just the extremity of of you know the thing that irritates me the most about it is the is the extreme nature of it and the the way the media takes everything like like they do everything and blows it out of proportion and and creates panic and fear and it's you know everybody racing out because they think they have to have masks and they and they think they have to have hand sanitizer and they and everybody's stocking up on all these things that they think they have to have like it's like you know the world's coming to an end and more than anything the people that are reporting the right things i hear some very basic simple rules in fact you know what here i'll tell you here's here's a very don't wear a and mask I thought, if you're not sick i well, exactly because they say it's actually worse for you it is but i got this today this comes, I just got this just before we started the show. All right. Let me read this to you because this is very basic, very factual. Enlighten all of us. And it's and it doesn't matter whether we're talking about the coronavirus, whether we're talking about the flu. These are basic common sense rules and guidelines. Okay. But I think there's one, I, one, I one, this letter. one, two, or three of them. I know there's at least three rules that you should abide by. I received this letter as a parent for my son in his school district. I got this today. It says, the absolute safety, health, and well-being of our students and staff are the utmost importance at all times. As such, our school district is closely monitoring events surrounding the coronavirus disease of 2019, COVID-19. Although there are currently no confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Michigan, residents are still being urged to take all necessary precautions to prepare and keep themselves and their families safe. And here they are, four bullet points. Pretty simple. Actually, I think there's five. The best. It's a joke of the week time. No, I was just kidding. Oh, 
<coughs> the best prevention for COVID-19 and any other virus, such as the cold or flu, is to, number one, wash your hands often with soap and water and warm water for 20 seconds. If not available, use hand sanitizer. Number two, avoid touching your eyes, nose, or mouth with unwashed hands. Number three, cover your mouth. Number three, cover your mouth and nose with a tissue or upper sleeve when coughing or sneezing. And then then throw the tissue out. Number four, avoid contact with people who are sick. And number five, if you are sick, please stay home and avoid contact with others. I've said that a million times in the bar. If it's, you are sick, stay the frick home. It's just, it's just such common, common sense. sense. And that's the thing, and that's the, you know, and that's the thing that bothers me because they're getting so wound up about the about the mortality rate of the coronavirus. Well, they're saying it's upwards. You know, the WHO is reporting it's upwards of three point four percent. That's the number that they've put on it. But the, the the falsehood to that is, like you said, we don't have enough test kits. There's not enough people being tested. How many people have stayed home and dealt with this and haven't even reported the fact that they had some kind of flu or virus and they just... And they'll tell two friends, yeah, you got it, and so on, and so on, and so on. And they just live with it. And they just, you know, they just move on with their lives. So that number is is probably going to come down as time evolves i mean 3.4 could truly turn into two percent it could turn into one percent just like another flu you know and that's basically what the i think the flu the mortality rate in flu is something like 0.9 percent somewhere along that line so right you know it's just use your common sense use your head you know you know what to do you know how to avoid it and if you don't avoid it you're going to deal with it and if you think you have it Get a hold of your get a hold of your doctor or your 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 hospital and 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 or just and give it, it to somebody else or yeah just pass it on just, <laughs> just pass it on so so there you go that's not that's not good advice that's is it? uh no, no probably not <laughs> probably not but you know yeah, just pass it on all right so you you said you had a ton of stuff man you got a ton of stuff no <laughs> why oh no because why I, do you ask no I was starting to panic man I I <coughs> why am I boring you. <coughs> no, I. You gotta go home. <coughs> Did you touch your face? <laughs> Did you touch your face after you touched your dingleberries? <coughs> Supposed to do that the other way around. I don't know. <coughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. <coughs> well, guess what's coming? Coronavirus. <laughs> no. <coughs> Time change. <coughs> okay. That is gonna mess up a lot of people. You, I. I did we not, or did we not talk about this? Did we not? One, I think we didn't talk about it, but we talked about it off of our podcast. Did we not? No, because it's going to screw, did we? Because it's going to screw up. You know, when all these people go back to work, it just messes with. It was even on the Weather Channel today and says that this is going to mess with a lot of people. These, these time chains, your internal clock, your uh, work schedule, this and this and this and, you know. It's just gonna mess with you. Just leave it alone. Spring ahead. Just leave Spring it alone. Spring ahead. Do you want me to repeat myself? Wonderful thing about tiggers. Tiggers a wonderful thing. <laughs> We're gonna spring ahead to summer, and summer's gonna turn into spring. So when is the first day of spring? When did, did we determine that yet? Did you figure it out? We because didn't. we talked about it three weeks in a row, we didn't. and we haven't right. determined it. Well, guess what I did yeah. for you? Did you dig it up? I went and found it for you. So Dad, we can, a girl. We can actually report the most I can't accurate. 
accurate, exact information. Dun, 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 dun. The first day of spring, the spring equinox. Yeah. So. March 19th. Aye. Early. Yes, it is early this year. And do you know why it's early this year? Conspiracy theories? <laughs> um, no, it's a scientific fact. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, you blaming on Trump? Um, I mean, I mean, I got a whole bunch of things. I Spring is earlier than it has been on. in almost 124 years since 1896. It'll even get earlier in a few years. And there's an amazing story behind this. Would you like to know what it is? Well, Gr, I think he's going to show you. <laughs> oh, 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 we can never get that on the album cover. Oh, the earlier than usual spring has everything to do with time, which is something we humans do perfectly. Atomic clocks divide each second into nine trillion one hundred. I'm sorry, nine. Yeah, it is nine trillion one hundred ninety-two. No, nope, let me try that again. Nine. Billion one hundred ninety-two million six hundred thirty-one thousand seven hundred seventy parts, and the super accurate time is then transmitted to anyone with an atomic wall clock or GPS or even a smartphone. Really, the calendar is—I think we is talked about nearly that. perfect. Yeah, even before this record-breaking equinox, the earliest spring ever this year offered us. I think we talked about February that. twenty-nine. The rarest birthday with consequences that affect everyone. The, uh, I think we talked about that, the 10,000-year the clock. Remember I brought that up? Yep. So they nailed that down to spring ahead, uh, daylight savings time, uh, <laughs> everything. They, they uh, counterfeited that into their 10,000-year uh, clock. Or Equinox and solstices or happen earlier and earlier as the century wears on. Okay. And the date resonated because each summer and winter also begin on the 21st of the month. As every century wears on, the date slips earlier to the 20th and possibly even the 19th of March. But the slippage gets halted and rectified by the emission of leap day during the next century year, like in 1700, 1800, and 1900. And that creates a sudden jump of one day. With really? the first summer, spring, and winter pushed to the 21st again. And all seems right with the world again. Aw. There you go. Aw. So there's your uh, nonsensical segue facts that you probably didn't need to know about, but uh, should you don't like you big words. a little smarter than you were 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and all that I know is that all that I know is uh, what I know right now. So everything that I know, you know right now. I, I do. So there you go. I shared it all with you. So let's learn something new. I'm going to learn you something, boy. Well, you know, you still didn't do your shot with Gary Jerry. Nope. Well, you probably should because you wouldn't let me. Well, that was just the first story. You, yeah. I, that was only the first story. I was gonna, I was gonna just do the first story, and then you were supposed to offer Gary Jerry a shot, and then first all of a sudden, story in seventy-seven minutes, and then all of a sudden you went off on uh, some tangent. When I as soon as I, I do soon, not go off on as tangents. As soon, soon as I brought, I up do not on, go off on tangents. <laughs> all right, let me just clarify this right now. All I, I do not to, go all off. I had on to tangents. do is ask him about his friend Bernie Sanders, and and holy moly, that just started. I probably shouldn't even have said his name because I know we followed that guy home the other day. And he had a bumper sticker. Don't blame me. I voted for Bernie. I was like, <laughs> well, why don't you pour us up your first shot, and I'll tell you a really, really quick good story. We'll we'll go to the good side of stories while hey, you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you a quick story, and oh. you tell me one of my long quick stories. Huh? I'll do a quick story. And then you do one of my quick, not so long, longer, not going to be that long stories. I thought you were pouring shots. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make this into a not longer story than it should be 
story that's longer than you could make that I should have done in the first place. Well, all I was going to do is let you know that William Shatner and his ex-wife, Elizabeth Martin, have finally divided up their assets. Are you kidding me? The guy's like 8,900,000 years old. And he's getting divorced. He finally got everything settled, and the good news is that William Shatner has been awarded his horse semen in his divorce settlement. <laughs> yeah. That he's been fighting for oh so hard. Oh, yeah. And now he has... Yeah, that'd be the last thing I worry about yeah. when I'm freaking 89 years nope. old is some fucking horse According semen. to Fox News, William yeah. Shatner will finalize the divorce and he will keep a majority of his $100 million fortune and his horse semen. So <laughs> you don't have to worry anymore. <laughs> Is that, uh... <laughs> that is not the uh, theme uh, song for Star Trek. It was not. No. It, no, it was not. <laughs> no, it's basically just uh, God bless America. You know, I mean, seriously. I mean, when you can get your horse semen from a divorce and, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, there's nothing crazier than the times that we live in right now. You got that right. Nothing crazier. We're never going to run out of material. We're never gonna stop being politically incorrect <laughs> we are just gonna have fun making fun of other people no i would never we have done it through our entire career <laughs> our eighth month career is creeping up eighth month is that where we're at i, I think it's pretty close no I'm kidding yeah well how didn't about know, that didn't know that i didn't know that all right that's news to me all right all right so, so here's anyway, your uh so here's I, your uh so not so long story shot. so of uh, what are we having tonight? Oh, Knob Creek. Knob Creek for Gary to Jerry. Me when trying to do a shot. Right? All right. So here's to you. So you can't make this up. All right. Very All right. good. Amen. Jerry. Man, you said he had a ton of stuff. Let's go, man. Let's run. I thought we were having a shot. No, we are. Did you check out uh, SNL last week? Which one was that? Because I, I can't remember if I did or if it didn't. Uh, it's the um, one that comes on at 1130 every Saturday night. <laughs> And it's oh. it's a it's a it's an acronym for Saturday Night Live. Ooh, Mister Smarty Pants over here. <laughs> no, because on my Facebook I got something about uh, what's her name doing. Uh, what is her name doing, uh, Ellen? And then when I went to go look at the Saturday Night Live uh, clip, it was not the clip that was the present clip on Saturday Night Live, and I was kind of mad. And I thought it was the most recent one, and it wasn't. So, so you didn't watch it. So you missed a I very I, special I, treat. I think I did, and I David Byrne was going to be on there, and I did purposely try to watch it, and I think we did our show, and then when I went home to go watch it and all that, I think I fell asleep. You missed it. I was mad about it, too. You missed a Ladies very special treat. David Byrne. So awesome to oh, see him uh, back out there. What's his name? Uh, Maloney. The, the host. Even at his age, you know, he's still got it. Still sings like a superstar. And one of my favorites. Little known fact. Once in a lifetime. I do believe the talking heads are from Flint, Michigan. I was not aware of that. 
Yeah, this was very cool. I enjoyed this. You see all these guys? He's got like uh, everybody playing a separate, separate instrument out there. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, sorry, sorry you missed that one. That was a uh, that was a good one. But yeah, he did uh, he did a couple songs. It was a pretty uh, pretty good show, pretty good one. I stand corrected. These guys are informed in uh, New York. Who's that? Talking Heads. Okay. Yeah, and I I, I, honestly, I wasn't familiar I, honestly, with the Michigan connection. I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, honestly, I thought these uh, David Burns was from uh, Flint, Michigan, or they had some connection to uh, Flint, Michigan. No, uh, six six degrees of separation again, or no? <laughs> That's yeah. Well, who are you connecting them to? Six degrees of separation. David Byrne, Talking Heads. <laughs> I'm not even sure what you're looking for. I know. But no, I I I always. Uh, fascinated with uh, David Byrne, uh, Talking Heads, good stuff, man. Yeah, for sure. They, for I mean, sure. those yeah, guys got us, those guys got us through the eighties. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Right. I think that was my deep dive a couple a uh, few weeks ago. I, uh, I I I've always been a big Talking Heads fan. I've always been a big David Byrne fan. I mean, he's just got such a such a biography. Still talented. Still looks good. Still sounds good. It was a, it was a great show. So, yeah, I purposely I purposely did want to watch uh snl and then uh i think i actually got hooked on a uh new show crack no no <laughs> no and no and no and no and no and no and no the what is it from elsewhere the course that i think the name of the show is the oh, the corresponders from elsewhere uh no disp the name of the show is called uh, Dispatchers from Elsewhere. Have you heard anything or seen about anything about the show? Nope. Pretty cool, man. Um, Jason Siegel stars, produces, edits this this whole show. Um, very, very deep, kind of different show, but very, very, very cool. And that's what uh, that's what I ended up getting into because it was uh, right after the uh, Walking Dead uh, second part of uh, season ten, I believe. And they just put it on there, and now they're following it up with uh, this show called uh, uh, Dispatchers from Elsewhere, and I've watched it, the two episodes, which is very cool. Uh, I'm intrigued, man, because it is the most bizarro show I've ever watched uh, that has held my intellectual uh, interest. Are you gonna right. tell us anything about it? No, or are I mean, you just gonna. No, it's a, it's a. <laughs> what it, what it is, is that there, there's a, there's a narrator, and he has uh, found a way after forty years to discover a different world that we have uh, been avoiding or not uh, have foreseen uh, that lies within the world of our world. Sends out these people with these flyers that they they put up, and if you uh, want to inquire of your boring shitty fucked up life and there's a little telephone number you know when they cut like the little tabs off when you go read the bulletin boards and they got the little numbers and you can pull them off and you just call that number 
So you call this little number, and then there's this guy, and he he sent you on. He just sends you on this huge, big adventure that into a different dimension and kind of world that is uh, existed and uh, unforeseen by uh, normal normal third eye kind of person. So it's kind of cool, man. It just brings you into this deep uh, deep state of a different world and. Uh, it's very intriguing. Okay. So, yeah, very cool. No, not so, yeah. familiar with it whatsoever. No, I wasn't either, man. I didn't know nothing after or nothing about it until, uh, you know, the second uh, part of season 10, uh, The Walking Dead uh, showed up, and it was the show after that. And I always record like 30 uh, minutes or 90 minutes after a show ends just to see. Oh, you've had yeah. that happen to you before where yeah. your show gets bumped because yeah. of some other thing on it? Yeah, I get, I get about. mad. Yeah, I get mad. And then it's like, oh, man, it's not on that channel. It's on this one, man. But uh, right. it recorded on this one, and I got that one, so I got to watch it. So, yeah. So, yeah, but this new show, it's very cool. Well, Jason, uh, get Jason ready Steven. for that because you know there's a lot of that coming up. You know what's coming, right? I, man, there's so many people jumping over to, like, Netflix and things that were carried on, like, uh, Lucifer, uh that are getting picked up by these, uh, you know, different networks that were uh, recorded. Uh, there's a show actually called Evil, which I really love, that has to do with, you know, kind of some evil stuff. But it's not evil like you think it's evil. It is, uh, it's 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 very intriguing. Again, I'm, I'll use that word. And it just, just holds your attention. But we went to go watch it and we recorded it on this network. And guess what? We recorded on the network. Canceled. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's not on the network. It's just that uh, they started broadcasting like uh, The Bachelor or something. You know, and I'm like, I don't want to watch The Bachelor. Why am I watching? This is free HD on this one, and then I got to go back and I got to go rewind, and I go watch it on the CBS or uh, whatever other freaking channel that I can watch it on. And then we hit that, and then we can watch it. And it's like, oh god, what a pain in the ass, man. Well, it's gonna get worse next month because you know what it is, right? Twilight Zone? March Madness. March Madness. March Madness is coming. Let's march on to the madness. Let's go. It's coming on. Right. Coming on. Yeah, the um, schedule, schedule right now is uh, uh, Selection Sunday is March 15th. That will be uh, the first four. It will be Tuesday and Wednesday, March 17th and 18th, and off we go. So, yep, coming up quick. So forget forget all your recordings forget all your recordings yeah forget it yeah because it's all going to be piled up because especially for the first two weeks starting the 15th first two weeks don't your, show, your shows are going to be all piled up i guarantee it yeah but you want to hear me all jacked up in a couple couple weeks go start messing with some of my uh, pre-recorded programs oh uh, that's I okay you. though you know it's it's funny and, and i'm and I shouldn't say I'm not a huge basketball fan because I do enjoy basketball, but I, I don't. I always love the March Madness. I do too. I, yeah. I get into it every year. The I final just four, love college the final basketball. Si the, and the final 16, the eight, the four. Yeah, yeah I do. It, it's, it's very enjoyable. So, yeah. Yeah. So watch for that. And we'll have to. Uh, We'll have to get our brackets going. I haven't even yeah. uh, I haven't even thought about that. Maybe we should do a maybe we should do a podcast bracket competition. Right. And, I, I, uh, I'm done with that. Get man. that going, and and maybe you know uh, we'll, we'll all throw five bucks in, and I'll see if I can get my five bucks back from Twan that I so <laughs> terribly lost. Hey Twan, <laughs> you got it back? You twug, you oh, twug. I did get it back. Oh, there the, he uh, is. He is on the microphone. <laughs> yeah, the Super Bowl. yeah, that's right. The Super Bowl pick was way off. So. Yeah, <laughs> Super Bowl pick. The Red Wings the, getting the into score. the playoffs uh, and and going to Stanley. Yeah, way yeah, off, yep. man. Yep. Speak so, gl so glad you could join us after a minute 44. Uh, Sorry, know, I sauced the, out. The <laughs> sauced out drinking that coffee Jameson bullshit crap that you bought. <laughs> Over, overpriced crap. You know, that's just my opinion. You just don't know good taste. 
Speaking our, of, speaking our of the wings, our, our you, listeners uh, know good taste when they listen to the show. Uh-huh. Did, did you see mm-hmm. that? Um, did you see that Iserman actually came out and did a uh, did a public interview this week? I did not. Yeah, he got on there and uh, not on, until I walked in the studio and I knew you were doing your yeah. um, little background. You know, and he's there. and he's very private. I mean, Iserman's always been very private, whether he's on the ice, off the ice. I mean, he's always been that way. So he only speaks when he's got something to say, and and you got to give him credit for that because he's just. He's, he, he likes to stay out of the spotlight and do his own thing behind the scenes. And what's funny is... I know, but with me, those glasses on, he looks a little shifty. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's funny to me is... He looks a little Adam Shifty to me. With what the Wings have gone through this year, if there was anybody else behind the wheel, people people would be screaming and hollering. You know, that's and, right, like me. And but if you listen to the show, you know I'm a huge Red Wings fan, so... But because Iserman's behind the wheel, we know that there's something going on behind the scenes that we don't rebuild. know about. I think and, it's the big rebuild. Oh, it is. It it's is. Absolutely, rebuild. it is. And But I like this interview, and, I, and I'll play a little bit for you because, um, um, you know, I mean, it's... And I am sorry to the listeners that know that I'm a Red Wings fan that I have lost uh, that interest in that, so... Uh, I'm glad Scooter is is bringing us back. You oh, guys. it's absolutely because yeah. I'm a Red Wings fan too, very, and everybody cool. knows knows me knows that. All right, but know? listen, I mean, that's just I, probably one of the biggest, you know. And it's and and I do enjoy. But there it. are Red Wings fans, and there are hockey fans. Are you a Red Wings and a hockey fan, or absolutely, just, or just a Red Wings? fan? No, absolutely. I I am a hockey fan. So through they, and through. that's the difference. There's yep. there's hockey fans, and there's just Red Wing fans, right? But yeah, he he. This is just after the uh, the trade deadline, and 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 he's talking a little bit with. Um, um, with Fox and uh, did a little interview and just uh, kind of covered some of his some of his takes on the uh, on the trade deadline and what's coming. So yeah, I'll share a little bit of this with you. And absolutely, we can you know. No, I mean honestly, I mean I'm I'm intrigued to know that we're on the rebuild, man, because this this season. We opened up with what the three, uh, some of the three or the four best uh, games that we had in the season, and it was the three, the very first three or the four best. Games of the season were the three and four games of the season. Well, and, and you know and what? And then you come back and you lose like the 24 out of 28 of the games. And part of that? You know, come on, The man. players will tell you, know? you that because they were all playing, I mean, 150% like giving it all and leaving it on the ice. I mean, were they because doing it? To, they to, they knew Stevie because they knew Stevie. They knew Stevie, and even to this day, I just saw I just saw an interview with a couple of the players last week, and they specifically said he is always there and he is always watching us. And you know that you're under the microscope. He's sizing us up. He's taking notes. He's figuring us out. He knows who's doing what, why they're doing it, who's staying, who's going. He just analyzes everything. It's and like religion. Had, like Stevie's got his own religion about <laughs> hockey. He just instills fear into you until you he bow does. down to He's a know. he's a very menacing individual and with right. with his with his reputation and his numbers and his you know and what he's done over the no, years. How years. can you not respect him? Twenty I, I totally respect the guy. So. I was so excited that he came back to Detroit. Absolutely uh, we all are. I mean I understand the rebuild, man, but I'm I'm gonna tell Stevie. I'm gonna look him right in the eye. I'm looking right at the monitor. I, you got, you got. I'll give you this year. Look, I'll give you this year, dude. I'll give you this year. But next year, you better start f- kicking some ass, and you better start stepping up your fucking game. I don't think it's gonna be game. that quick. I don't think it's gonna be next year. I don't give a shit, Twan. You better listen to Just what Stevie saying. has to say. So now I want to hear what Stevie says, and I'm gonna tell you. You got this year or next year, and I want to see a Stanley 
within like three years. I'm done. <laughs> now you're pushing it. I'm done. All right. Three well, years. Hold on. Here, let's uh, let's roll a little bit of Stevie this. Stevie, better get a Stanley. You don't really know what's, you know, you kind of try to feel it out. So I, I, I'm trying to, with everybody, you know, um, not waste anybody's time. And this is what I'm. Yeah, don't waste my time. Everybody either. has their own style of doing things and own re own reasons for doing things. For myself, I'm trying to get to a point of this is what I'm trying to do. This is what uh, this is what I'm hoping to do. This is what I'm looking for. Does that is that of any interest? Right. To you? Uh, in a league that values speed and a, and a skill set that uh, Andreas Athanasiu has, what goes into moving a guy like that, especially at the age he's at? We're trying to acquire young players. We're trying to acquire draft picks. When I say young players, I'd say prospects. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, Andreas is a young player, but we're trying to acquire draft picks and prospects that help us. You know, uh, maybe not today, but in the future. So we will have this strong nucleus in a few years and i feel like you gotta you're gonna have to give up something a few. to to get that so we're looking at our whole roster okay who do we want to keep a few is like not three or four move at this time who's going to be a part of this a, a uh, couple is like two or three two three four years from now <laughs> you know will we be able to sign them where do they fit and then ultimately you got to give up something um uh, and the players that were in demand um we're really the most in demand were the two that we traded. And I'll give him some advice. Don't start your own podcast. <laughs> well, he's not. Part of the reason that Stevie I mean, doesn't do a lot of public speaking is because he's not a great public speaker. But but I'm not mad at the guy. No, and you, and you can't be. I'm but, really not but mad at the guy. This this might hurt your. Let me play this little clip oh, for you. Oh, you're really because, gonna, you're gonna try yeah, to hurt my feelings yeah, again? Yeah, this this might hurt you a little more. Yeah, because, go ahead, piss off because, the preacher man. Because two years, two years probably isn't quite in the wheelhouse you're looking for. But uh, see what he says about this. Looking forward to next year. Um, cap friendly is correct. You get eight contracts signed for next year and about $38 million in cap space. How much do you salivate at the opportunity to have like a blank canvas to paint any color you like right now? And what do you see as far as what you want to create as an identity with all that room to do these kinds of things? Well, one, we, we have several restricted free agents, which we intend to sign and expect to sign. I can't tell you that they're one, two, three, or five-year contracts, but uh, we'll get to that at the end of the season. That'll eat up a lot of that cap space. Um, but just because we have it, we're not going to spend it just because we have it. We're tr going to... Tr try to be very selective uh, specific types of players and and if we're going to give out term uh, to any player it's obviously a player that we think can really be a part of this and really take us to another level uh, we will look again at shorter term contracts uh, potentially um, uh, to help fill some of the roster spots and buy us time as our young guys uh, uh, develop as our picks and prospects turn into NHL players. So if there's a good free agent, if there's a fit and the term and the dollar amount work, we intend to, you know, go after them. But we're, you know, our, we're getting some cap space. We're getting uh, uh, in a position to do some things, but I'm, we're not going to do it just, you know, we're not going to sign somebody just to make a splash right. or just to do it. It's not the right approach and, and in my you, mind. Yeah, and as you go about that very purposefully, so, Steve, how, how will it... There you have it. I mean, it's uh, like it's 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 a rebuilding process, you know. Yeah. But if but if you look at, you know, where where they came it, it from... Sounds like, it sounds like he's trying to uh, grease the uh, squeaky wheel. 
Well, he has to. He has to put some of that out there just to keep all the, the pundits happy, if you will, because... You know, it's it's just when you go through what the Wings went through with all of those superstar players, but those superstar aging players and 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 damn near a dynasty is what what Detroit really had. It really is. You know, it really was a total. When you talk dynasty, we've had some dynasties and, and it really was. So but those were older players. And when we started losing those older players to try to replace those those younger players and the and the. I don't want to. I'm not going to slam Jenny, yeah, Kenny Holland, but you know he was kind of at the end of his career at that point too, and he didn't have the motivation. You know he reached that plateau, and you know so it when you don't have anybody digging in and really trying to create that or keep that momentum going, it there's it takes time. It just takes time. So I, it, I tell you, I tell you what doesn't take time. You show me, uh, show me a nice number. I'll show you. I'll show you what's up. <laughs> Number. Uh, how about a seven? I'll give you a seven. You need uh, what? Uh, you, you show me some motivational numbers, and he's talking about capped off and this and that and that. You know. Well, and that's the hardest thing. You know, really, is the I, salary I cap it. that they created in the NHL. You know, ten years ago. I mean, was it ten? Twan, do you remember when that salary cap went in place? Well, I remember when we when, when we did the uh, when we did the blackout. Hold on, right. It was, yeah. So what year was that? that yeah, was, we had a blackout like oh three. It was I'm going way back, but the I just had a blackout last the, weekend. Does that count? It's <laughs> <laughs> not the one you're talking about. No, right we now? have we have many blackouts on the show, but uh, uh, thanks to the editing process, uh, process uh, you'll, you'll never know you'll they're never there. You'll never know they're there. So what was I talking about? Like you were talking uh, about the salary cap and yeah. talking about the numbers no, I, and, I know, and, and I know. how that works. But 2005. 2005, right, so that I was when the salary cap went into place? Yeah, so I said 2003, so I was close, but yeah. And, and it, I don't know. You know, it's, it's weird with hockey that that salary cap ever went into place because the numbers are so much different because if you look at, look at it in a perspective of football or baseball, I mean, holy moly, those numbers are so completely lopsided and different in the salary hockey caps. Hockey players do not get the money that they are deserved compared to other athletes. That's I, all I'm going to say. I would tend to agree with that. I, that's all I'm going to say. And I'm, at I'm, the same I'm going to leave that one alone. I'm going to walk away from it. I don't think they knew what to do with it because that the, at I'll that time it. when they did that, those salaries were going so extreme. I mean, Correct. You, you were talking guys that were getting you know $8 million contracts, $12 yes. million contracts, yes. and yes. they were just flying everywhere. Boom, and boom, I, boom, and boom. I think they, they were worried. as much money, though, either as the other sports. Correct. Correct. But I think they were worried that it was going to turn into those other sports where, you you know, all of a sudden somebody's signing a $34 million contract, and I think that's what they were trying to stop mm. before it happened. But I think they got, but, I think they put their thumb on it too much. Here, 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 Here's another, just another quick little thought. For Hockey players play. Hockey. When they, hockey players <laughs> play when they are hurt. Other sports pretend that they're hurt Whoa. and play, and they get more money. Pathetic. They hockey players pretend that they're not hurt. Other players are hurt and pretend that they're hurt. There, yeah. there is some of that that goes on. I wouldn't argue with that. I, you, you I do see that. I, I understand that there I've, are serious injuries in other sports, but hockey players honestly tend to pretend that they're not hurt. No, and, and especially playoff season. That's that's always. I mean, if there's a guy that's that, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a whether it's a broken leg or a a, a, a fracture or you know whatever it. 
they will hide it. They will wrap it. They yeah. will do it. it when You're it right. comes to playoff season, they play through some of the most brutal stuff. And I've I've always said, you know, I you know why and hockey and this t- may this may create why an hockey argument. players don't take a knee because they're not fucking pussies. Whoa, that's well, why it it it's 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 a tough sport. It's a very tough sport. And, I, and, I agree. But anyways, that's anyway, uh, that that's only to the hockey uh, fans and not the hockey hockey lovers. No, you know. no, I agree with you, and I don't want to go but too honestly, far with that because no, we're going we to piss off all the the basketball and baseball and football lovers, and and you know, and and that's <laughs> so <laughs> sooner but, or later. Yes. But here's one that's passionate to my heart, and we didn't talk about this last week, and I, you know, I know it's gone viral and mainstream and all over the place. But did you hear this okay. story about uh, about uh, the uh, Toronto uh, Carolina game? Uh, well, you did hear the story because I shared yeah. a little bit with you. Yeah, we were. Yeah, but uh, he had, what, what he had a, emergency backup goalie uh, goaltender had come in. And Car- yeah, they're actually, playing and they're playing in Toronto. And here, I'll tell you the whole story, just yeah. in case you haven't heard this yet. Yeah, go ahead. This um, is good. You know, it, it, I can't uh, believe we're talking about hockey, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's uh, and and I can't believe we didn't cover this last week. Somehow we got distracted, but yeah, what a great story it is. It, it, you know, and it's all part of, of some of the rules, and some of the rules are, are outdated rules in the NHL, but at the same time, this created a whole nother thing. They did make some uh, Where they crazy, talked about changing it. The, and The crazy rules now with the shootouts and the, the other stuff. I, some of it I agree with, and I did... Was there one thing about the, making the uh, net wider? Do you remember that? Like another uh, three inches on they each tried side that. or six inches yep. or something like that. And then then you had the shootouts, and then you had you know this, this, and this. But go ahead. Well, so a couple of weeks ago, this is about almost two, yeah, February 22nd. Um, so Toronto, Toronto was playing Carolina in Toronto. And February twenty second. Yep, Carolina yeah. had lost both their goaltenders to uh, injury, both James Reimer and, and then uh, Peter Morazic. Yeah, both Peter Morazic. Yeah. So they ended up having to do what they call bring in an emergency goaltender. Yeah. And in that, a, in that situation, the only emergency goaltender they had available to them was on what happened t- to be the Zamboni driver, right? The maintenance guy that worked at the Toronto uh, Arena, which happens to he plays in the NH, the AHL. Um, as a backup goalie, he's not even re- really a regular full-time goalie. But uh, Daniel, and I hope I'm not piling up his last name, but Daniel Ayers, I believe is the way it's uh, A-Y-R-E-S. Uh, Daniel Ayers ended up being called in to finish the game out. And the best part about it was here he is basically his hometown, which is Toronto, and he works for Toronto in their arena right. as, a, so he, as a maintenance guy. He, so faced, he faced the first two shots. He let in the first two shots. And then, and then uh, he stopped the next eight shots to actually help Carolina win the game. Earned earn an unlikely victory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, so, boy. I mean, it's just it's kind of gone viral. And uh, Carol- I got to get one of those T-shirts. Carolina made him. Uh, it's uh, twenty-eight bucks. So here's the cool thing. We actually already looked it up. I'll tell you something right now. Um, that looks good. Yeah, a little Bushmills. Yeah, Bush have one of those. Ah. Um, yeah, that little segue. Sorry, little, sorry little about j- that. But oh no, the uh-huh. robot. No, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, robot uh-huh. bartenders. <laughs> so the robot bartenders. robot bartenders yeah. bringing me cool stuff. No, but <laughs> wait for it. Wait. So a couple things you should know about, because we should actually publicize this story, um, you know, in case you haven't heard about it or found out about it yet. A couple things that uh, Carolina did. North Carolina, first of all, 
made uh, Daniel Ayers a honorary citizen of North Carolina. And uh, he's been doing rounds of talk shows and so on and so forth. But the other thing they did, because um, typically, and, and this is the rule, when an emergency goalie comes in, he is supposed to be paid $500 for, for playing his part in the game. And because he's actually already employed by the AHL, he was not eligible for the $500 payment that he got. So what Carolina Come did. Oh man. Well, it's just, you know, rules are rules. So what Carolina did is they actually created a, on, on their pro shop, if you go to Carolina Hockey's pro shop, they created an honorary T-shirt, uh, jersey, what they call a jersey T-shirt, with uh, Ayers number 90 that he played with that night. And I think it's like 28 bucks. You can get that T-shirt. And then they're giving the proceeds. They're basically splitting it up uh, uh, between a charity, and then some of the proceeds are actually going to him for his uh, for his uh, participation in that show. So, um, yeah. So that's yeah, very cool. If you want to, uh, I mean, and that's a that's a moment in memory that will not be replaced. I mean, it's something that you just don't see very often. Um, you know, he's kind of become a he's kind of become a folk hero, but uh, it has happened in the past. Um, uh, Scott Foster, an accountant who made seven saves for the Chicago Blackhawks in Game 18. I went to school with Scott Foster <laughs> from Chicago. I no, from Marysville. <laughs> um, a Carolina equipment manager, uh, George uh, Alves, who played 7.6 seconds uh, December of uh, 2016, and uh, you know it just it's it's. It's just kind of an old rule, but uh, it's been there forever where they just uh, they keep two goalies, and if they both their goalies are injured, they have to bring in a backup goalie, and it's kind of whoever's, whoever's available that can fill the spot. So, And, you know, because of all the hoopla about it, they actually took it to the NHL review board and tried to change the rule. Right. But they basically voted it down. It's going to stand. Uh, They're not getting rid of it. They're not changing the rule, so it will still be there on the books. So... Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty neat no, little is. story, and you know, and and that's a dream. I'm so glad I, we we got to talk about hockey, though. I, I mean, saw it's, some it's interviews cool. with him, and it was it was very exciting to. Uh... Oh, this just in. Apparently, I, uh, I I really piled that one up. I uh, I found out that uh, well, I, I think I knew this, and I just didn't remember it when we were talking about uh, the uh, the whole errors thing. Um, the the jerseys that they're doing is is partially for uh, for him for profits for him, but it's also the the the, the donations that they're making are going to the uh, kidney disease foundation because that was one of the reasons Very that cool. uh, that he could not play in the NHL is because apparently he had a uh, he had kidney issues uh, in his younger days. So so yeah, that's uh, that's part of what they decided that the uh, the charity would be for. So just to kind of close that out because we didn't want to miss that. So yeah, if you if you know it's kind of a I, I guess well for him especially it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. But um, you know just even even in our lifetime we're not going to see too many of those situations and that's why he's be kind of kind of become a folk hero. So pretty cool, pretty cool story. Yeah, yeah, very good. So kudos to him and. If you want to be, uh, if you want to be part of that uh, part of that uh, gang that's uh, gathering, then make sure you get out and order yourself uh, Aries jersey from. Uh, I believe I'll try to find the link and put it up in our show notes. Um, but it's at the uh, Carolina Hurricanes Pro Shop for sure. So and you might even be able to go to NHL.com and find the link from there too. So. 
Very nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah. I like your style, kid. Well, I try. You know, I, know. I try. I try. So. We give him, we give him the best that we got, <laughs> and all that we know. Well, is that's all, all we that got. we know. That's all we got. So you remember? Uh, I don't know what was it. Probably three, four weeks ago, we were talking about uh, we were talking about uh, TikTok and all the crazy things that the kids are doing on TikTok. Oh. And you were telling the them old, to go uh, eat uh, the cat old, uh, shit or something, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that was. TikTok, TikTok. I swear to God, the coronavirus started with TikTok. That is the <laughs> that that's the chi- that is the Chinese virus that is spread. Well, they're both made in China, you know. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, did you see the you see the latest trend on TikTok? Man, I can't even believe that thing's still running, man. They're oh, it is still running. They're collecting all of our American intelligence or stupidity or anything that we got going on. They're watching. Well, I in, mean, how many intelligence animals, was going to be many, a stretch? How many intelligence agents are over there watching TikTok with their little special TikTok or TikTok app? over there and watching uh, us stupid uh, humans uh, or Americans or, or whatever, whoever the fuck is on the app, all right? <laughs> so so there you go. So who's who's watching? The Chinese. All right. I, I don't, you know, it's a good thing they can shut their fucking mouths with their fucking mask, but, you know, wow. I mean, you know. Whoa. Where are know. you going? I'm just saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not quite embarrassed. I mean, you have to understand that racism is still alive. I'm not racist. I think, yeah, obviously not. No, I'm just saying. I think that it's 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 funny because you God don't TV. listen. You don't know what they're saying about us, do you? I mean, if you could speak their language and you knew that if they were watching TikTok and they're watching us and how stupid they are, we look to them. What would they be saying? We don't understand their language. They're obviously not listening to us. So obviously we're not pissing off one billion people in the world because they don't understand English, right? So, and then they're sitting there watching us and they're like, oh, yeah, ching ho, ho, ho. Look at these stupid, oh, wow, we got your stupid intelligence all over your shit. Yeah, why? Here, go do some TikTok. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> And, and oh, you, TikTok. Oh, China. Oh, I got you. And speaking of TikTok. Go ahead. Watch us. Uh, we watch you. You watch us. Oh, you think it's funny, huh? Yeah. Next yeah. thing you know, the preacher man yeah. goes home. You know what he's going to hear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Next person that pulls in front of my house. <laughs> Taking pictures with their little Chinese cameras. Go ahead. I dare you. Little TikTokers. I don't mean to get off on a rant. Uh, I know. I know. But it is a fact that it uh, TikTok is a Chinese-based app to watch Americans. Well, then they ought to be proud of what's going on in New Jersey right now. I'm just saying. I'm not. I, I can't make this up. It, it's it's factual. And I I don't mean to bullshit anybody, and I'm I'm not racist of of any sorts. There are racist and prejudiced views out there by everybody. It doesn't matter. This country is divided, uh, one way or another. Democrats. I mean, you could pit this any way that you want to look at it. You know, Democrats, Republicans, black, white, uh, up, down, uh, sideways, that ways, uh, elsewhere. Here's any where, Audi. It, it, any Audi. I mean, there's. <laughs> There's hundreds of uh, algorithms and, and analogies 
that uh, describe, uh, you know, the indifferences of uh, up and down and uh, whatever. Just saying. <laughs> Listen, we all have our own opinions. This is just a show of freedom of speech that we are entitled to, God-given by our forefathers, that the uh, freedom of speech is the First Amendment. Second Amendment is, uh, you know, right to bear arms. And then we can go on and go on and on and so on and so on and so on about our amendments. But, all right, so listen to this. So if you have a Chinese app that's uh, TikTok mm-hmm. and uh, they're, they're doing something wrong, uh, how do we go over to China and prosecute those guys for uh, spying or doing something wrong that the Americans are using an app for? Well, where's the legal uh, uh, court or judicial system on that? Uh, international law? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, they're, they, I swear to God, it gets deeper than what I know what I'm talking about. But honestly, you're like, come on, man. Really? What What is this information, uh, TikToks, uh, what the Chinese are gathering against us? Because it is a Chinese app. That's a fact. I understand. Okay. So... Once we got that out of the way. <laughs> well, that's, that's way off the rails of where I was going, but that, I just I just got to, when you, when you got to go. I know, but I am the preacher, when, man. When you got to go, you got to go. When I'm the preacher, man. I, <laughs> and I'm, I don't say sorry a lot, Scooter. I really don't say sorry a lot. I understand. Again, if we could all just get the fuck along, it'd be a great place. Right? It doesn't mean that we need to... Uh, degrade or belittle or mismanage uh, crap that could be better managed by better people, uh, this world would be pretty good. And if everybody just told the truth, you know, that's the thing, the truth, which is so hard to believe anymore, the truth. I give you the truth is the best that I know it. And all that I know is the truth of what I speak. I am not going to bullshit you or lie to you. I'm not going to do that to you folks, right? I give you the best knowledge that I have about what I know. And if I stand corrected, please put your input in. But if you are listening, this is what I know, the best that I know, and that's what you get. And what I know to be the truth is the truth. So if I'm a liar, call me a liar. If I'm wrong, let me know I'm wrong, okay? And that excludes... Scooter, because now you're just talking to the preacher man. All right. So it's not the truth. It's garbage. All right. <laughs> Go ahead with your tick top uh, or ticky top or Ricky Ticky Tembo Nosa Rembo Cherry Cherry Ruchi Chick Cherry Tembo. Remember that? The yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. 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 Ricky Tippy Timbo Ica Rimbo I got the Cherry Cherry Ruchi Chick Cherry Tembo. I don't remember it. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's been, it's it been was a while. The, it was the rue. It was, it was the rue and the snake or something in the in, in, in the garden with the, come on, <laughs> Ricky Tiki Temple. Anyway. Ica Rimbo. All right. So what's up with the TikTok, man? Well, the latest, the latest challenge on TikTok, and it wasn't, they didn't listen to you. It's not eating cat poop rolled up in a whatever. I don't remember or what Or eating nine volt batteries. No, it wasn't that either. Okay. The latest, so that, that, the that, latest her, her, is called the Skull Breaker or, Challenge. Well, remember, what was it? The uh, dip your nuts in the hot sauce for your yeah. sensories? That no, would, uh, it was soy sauce. 
Oh, soy sauce. Yeah. Soy sauce. Dip your nuts in soy sauce. Well, now they're doing the skull Tide breaker pod. challenge. All right, skull break. This is all new to me. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Let me tell you. No, you tell me. New York teenagers are actually being charged in a case that left a 13-year-old with a concussion. Two New Jersey minors were Which charged. Which he probably deserved. Thir- well, they, they do. Because do you know how the skull breaker challenge works? You got to break somebody's freaking skull. They jump. Okay, so picture picture this, and this is kind of a visual thing, but you picture three buddies standing side by side, okay? One on each end, one in the middle, and you jump. And while you're jumping, you jump one, two, three. When they jump, the two on the outside kick the legs out from the, the one in the middle and see how he lands. Oh, shit. That's the game. Oh, my God. That is the game. And and they're literally landing and, and, and hurting themselves, either smacking their ass. The goal is you're supposed to be able to land and land on your ass without hitting your head. Leave it up to the Chinese to invent this game on TikTok, I swear to God. <laughs> where do these, what, no, first of all, where do these kids get these ideas from? Where do these ideas come from? I, I don't know. Were you a kid once? Do you yes. Remember, do you remember the, do you remember the, but, uh, oh, and I talked about the stupid <laughs> shit that we did. Right. And I right? did. I, I know we did an episode on that. You want to see a video? No, go ahead. I, at, I, I mean, I, not, not that anybody's going to I'll try to put a link for everybody on this. I mean, this no, is, I got nothing it's, else. It's, right. it's, it's almost painful, but, um, but yeah, it's, it, it I can see, well, there, there's no doubt about it, how, how somebody's going to get hurt on this, but, um, yeah, they, they literally stand there next to him and kick the legs out from, from the kid in the middle and, and watch him land. All right, but, cool. uh, I, you know I don't know why uh, why President Trump's on this video, but Optus probably are, show are, it to you later. No, are but. these are these American or is it just TikTok? Is this like TikTok is worldwide, right? Dude, this was New Jersey. Okay, just New Jersey. They're prosecuting right teenagers in New Jersey because they gave this kid a concussion. So the, yeah, it's it's from watching TikTok. They they learn this. Yeah, on they, TikTok. it's a it's the latest challenge on TikTok. Are you hearing the words that are coming out of my mouth, brother? You are you're <laughs> preaching to the preacher man. <laughs> Do you understand what I saying to you? I might not, not be the sharpest tool in the shed, but I'll kick I'll kick your legs out from underneath you. Not when I'm sitting down. <laughs> so I don't stand up next to you. I don't want to play the TikTok game. Good, it, yeah, it's a good thing we're not video. I'd rather uh, eat the cat shit. <laughs> I'd rather swallow nine volt battery. Okay. Yeah. Oh my lord. So yeah, that's the that's the latest thing. That is that is the latest TikTok challenge. So we don't been... have we don't have a video is what you're saying? Well, we probably do somewhere, right. but I'm not going to worry about digging it up right now because yeah. nobody out there can see it anyways, but I'll share it with you. Yeah, it's re- <sighs> it's ridiculous and I'll make Frickin sure I, I, I make sure I share it in the show notes because yeah, yeah it's no, it's I brutal. Can see, I, I I can see the 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 picture. Yeah, there's the picture right yeah, there. It, you can we, see the two kids. Uh, hey folks, we're not watching the video. Honestly, we're not watching the video. But you can. No, we're actually uh, watching a porno right now. No, but, we're. But, but don't tell Twan because he can't see it from over there. <laughs> I know he can't even. He can't even see it right I can now. Smell but, it, <laughs> no, that's me. It's disgusting. <laughs> I know. That crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh oh, porno alert. <laughs> but no, there's a there's a there's a picture of the the thing. And these guys are literally, he's jumping up in the air, and he's kicking that kid. It looks like he's going to do a face plant instead of a, a like a back plant. So I can tell you. It looks I like they're kicking it. the front of his legs out. No, they're kicking so the he, back of his legs. 
when he lands, he lands on his ass and his head instantly hits the concrete. Like, they picked him up and drug him away. Wow. It's, uh... It's brutal. It's very brutal. Yeah. Now, it's it's a game they play, but... The latest teenager hit. So, you get a chance. Try it out. You know, it might be good with your drunken customers. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I, this is just another conspiracy theory that I have. Uh-oh. It, it just came to me. Uh-oh. It just came to me. Since we're not shaking hands or doing the elbows or the front, you know what? I'm shaking hands. I'm, I I know I know you are. You know what's funny? And, I've, and Trump's I've, not touching his face. And the whole I've thing, touched and my face a, more German, this he's a, week he's than a germaphobe, I ever touched my face. And I get it. But, All of a sudden, I get these itches that I never had before. It's yeah. like I, I touch my face nonstop. Crabs. Oh, is that what it is? No. Yeah, they climb on my mustache. I've, no, yeah, it's yeah. more like Those lobs- are lobsters, <laughs> like mini lobsters. <laughs> But no, I think maybe why they invented this game is because instead of the elbow with the coronavirus where you're not supposed to touch, did you see the thing that the the, the people are uh, they're taking their foot and touching their foots together? No, I have not. Yeah, I don't like, watch that porn. No, I mean, I know you don't. Uh, well, I don't know that. I know that doesn't have a foot I know that you don't or whatever. But instead of doing I mean, the I elbows, don't either. The, the, the videos that I've seen are the people are they're like taking their foot instead of shaking hands. In like Congress or whatever. Oh yeah, I did they're, see they're, some of that. They're, they're touching their their feet together. Well, like past so, athletes' foot. Did you see the congressman so think, that showed I, up I with think, the uh, gas mask on? For yeah. The, uh, oh, he was, was in the he, when they were voting on the. He was in the house the and bill. he had a full gas mask on. I was like, wow. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. It Funny stuff, right? Yeah. Well, it reminded, Funny stuff. it reminded me of some like uh, Pink Floyd stuff back in the day or whatever. Yeah. So now, now they're doing the the, the foot bump, you know, right? the foot the foot bump and stuff like that. I think that might have been where the game uh, originated from, you know. Hey, just jump up. We're, you know, uh, I I don't have the coronavirus, but my friend does, and we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna see if we can just crack your skull. So <laughs> I'm going home. Like the one kid, he's like, I'm going home. The other kid's like, I got the coronavirus, and uh, our friend's in the hospital because we split a skull wide open right. playing this. Uh, right. You know, I'm just saying, I mean, I, I don't know where this shit originates from. No. You know? No, I don't either. But come on, man. Well, new game. Yeah, new can't, game. Can't make this up. Too bad they wouldn't listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> Should have ate a nine volt. Nobody's going to die from uh, right. eating a nine volt or... Uh, or uh, <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> eating cat shit. Well... Mm. Yeah, it depends on the cats where they've been, but uh, <laughs> that was a challenge. Yes, I haven't heard. Yes. I haven't heard back from anybody about that one. So, eating the tootsie rolls out of the cat box. <laughs> I haven't heard about. <laughs> I haven't heard anything. No, that. no, and I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it go uh, viral on TikTok. Yeah, yet baby. Either. No. I think it's time for a random drop. Random drop. Random yep. shot. No. Random shot. I like we that can, idea better. All right, we'll do a random shot and a random drop. All right, so here we go. Random Shirley drop. Shirley can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Shirley. Thank you, Shirley. Hey, babe. So, um... I don't know how much, uh... 
how much other news stories. I mean, this list goes on and on and on and on. I mean, this week has just been something else, you know. And now this, tell two friends, now you got it, and so on and so on and so on. This is actually a neat story. Um, in tribute to, because we've covered this so much before, in tribute to Neil Peart, did you see what the uh, what the uh, Canadian brewery, uh, Carton Brewing, did this week? They no. re- they released a they released a new beer. Yep, in dedication to Neil Peart. You can probably run that in the background when I tell you this story. Go ahead. I'll so, in dedication to uh, Neil Peart's passing, uh, Carton Carton Brewery came out with a new beer. And they are calling it pronounced Peart. And it's uh, Peer, like P-I-E-R dash T. Like beer, but Peer. Peart. Peart. Peer with a T. I like a near beard, Peer. Peart, please. Yep. <laughs> and then what I like is, you know you know what it is? They give a description under it. It's called the lime-lighted Canadian lager. Oh, they <laughs> did too. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Little dedication from. I told you he's gonna. I told you he was gonna be a icon when he passed, and I'm waiting for the statue. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. But uh, yeah. So one more dedication, Neil Peart. And you know what? On that note, let's uh, let's finish this tune out. And while we do that, I think we should have one more shot. Let it play out. All right. I'm good with that. Here's one more to the late Neil Peart. Everybody in the studio, let's Yay! roll. Oh, Neil Pert Even Ozzy jumped in for that one. He's getting ready to play guitar. Very nice. Thank you.
much fun making this. I really did. Did you? Yeah. It, well, it was it was passionate to my heart. I think I did this on the show. That I, I think that... Juan, this is the show that you and I did together, right? Yep. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I, I think I was sick that. Yeah, you were sick that week. I think I had the coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> corona I virus. Yeah. Hey, corona I virus. Pre corona ticketitis. <laughs> <laughs> I been I might have been drunk at the time. Can I phone a friend? You can. Is there somebody you want to call? Uh, we the that was so cool. We were sitting. Oh, right, right here. We were just watching him. Listen to that little little phaser right there. Dun, 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 dun. And that interview the one, that the, the one interview drum that we did. I never do. Oh, I could do it. Yeah, whatever. Hold on. No. Not that part. The beginning. Except we have no control anymore. We have lost control. And and the preacher man just threw his shot glass on the floor. So I hope it was not full because he will get a spanking for that. But, uh, yeah, one more dedication for Neil. And that's that's awesome. And I and I love that. I, I, I'm i sure that beer would not be my uh, my flavor. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to look for that. The carton, the carton uh, pronounced Neil. No, it was called. What was it called? Uh, Carton's Neil Pertenton. No, now I lost like it already. Neil, no, Neil, I'm sorry. It was pronounced like Pert. Neil. Neil. Pert. Neil. It was pronounced Peart. Peart. It's a lime-lighted Peart. Canadian lager. Peart. <laughs> and I like that. The lime-lighted Canadian Neil, lager. So. Neil Pertenton. Yeah, very good. Neil very Pertenton. Good. So about the yeah. last news story uh, so I care about bike. talking about is: yeah. Did you see? Did you see that Harvey Weinstein is finally, finally? At Rikers Island, where he belongs. Guilty. Yeah. Well. Guilty. Yeah, I know. Guilty. I know. And I think his sentencing's coming up. I think it's next week. So we'll be talking about this again, just to see what he actually gets sentenced with. But, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's finally on Rikers. I mean, after his little, he had a he had a heart procedure, and that's why he had to. You know, he couldn't go there right away. But you know, now he's now he's now he's on Rikers Island, where he belongs. Nasty ass douchebag is right where he belongs. So good for him. Rikers Island. I agree with that. I, I told you. Oh. Uh, what'd you say? Epstein. Epstein's Island's open. <laughs> well, that's where we're sending all the politicians to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, right, to, right to pedophile island. But yeah, yeah. they might be flying yeah. all in there right what, now, man. But that's fine. We can send I them all to Rikers Island too yeah. if we can work that out. I, I don't know how you're going to work that out. I can't out, believe but. that they 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 might all be there before uh, November third. I'm just saying. If they don't if they don't quit playing their games, uh, that's very possible. 
Very possible. And listen I, to this. I'm pretty sure Chuck Schumer might be on his way there after what he did this week. Right. <laughs> I, I don't Breakers. Think, I don't think uh, Chief Justice was very impressed with him standing no. out standing out there on, on uh, his his doormat of his workplace protesting. No, you cannot and hold threatening you cannot threatening. hold a political office like Schumer has and then threaten another political high ranking official. You can't, you can't those, do that. Those, you, you know, you I don't, just can't do that. I don't care where you are politics wise or what you think of of and the, I don't the political parties. I, none of that matters. But bottom line is, when you earn you have a Supreme see. Court justice position, that's a lifetime position. And that's an earned position. You don't get it lightly. I mean, right. That's, and, and those under, people in this country. Almost as much as the office of the president, which obviously nobody has respect for anymore, and who knows why or how or how that works. But bottom line is, a Supreme Court justice is an earned position, and it doesn't come lightly. Okay, and same same with the uh, federal judge. There, underneath the abomin uh, abomination uh, administration, abomination <laughs> administration. I'll just say it. <laughs> Underneath that, I think we had three or four federal judges. Now that Trump's in there, there are, uh, I do believe, like over 130 federal judges that hold office now. Oh, I, yeah, I understand that. And it and, was it was in ruins. Mitch McConnell's we, pushing we him through as fast as he can. I I understand what he's doing. All these people, if we do not, <sighs> but bottom line, it should not be political. A judge's position, a judicial judicial position, should not be political. It should be, it should be an earned, respected position. We need to bias whether we, whether we agree in, with them in, or in disagree its, with them. In its own sense, they should be biased. They should be. Yes, they should. Uh, be. Nonpartisan, correct. Um, judges, you know, that just can do their job what they got hired to do. Correct. Yeah. Correct, and unfortunately, they're not always that way. I mean, there is there is there is bias in there, and you know, I mean, that's that's unfortunate. And it, it, God, you would hope that in the Supreme Court position that that's very minimal. I would hope. I would hope. And whether would, it is, you or would it think, isn't, or you would hope. Whether, yes, I would yeah. hope. I would hope. And, and, I don't. I don't know that it is or it isn't. I don't know what Gorsuch. Gorsh. Gorsh. Can I say that? Wow. Gorsuch. You don't like big words. Yeah, exactly. I don't know exactly where they stand. I, I but at the same time, it's it should be. It, it you know, and and so for him to do what he did, it's unfortunate and it is what it is, but we have to move on from there. But regardless, right. on the lighter side of things, I shared this with you last week and I oh, wanted, we're gonna, I wanted to share Now it's time to you. focus. Well, I'm Look, not focusing. I'm no, just going to I'm going to I'm going to share some neat stuff with you because Last week, I heard a great interview, and I told you about this a little bit. Um, and what is going on over there with all the scrunching and crunching? And holy moly, there's uh, there's it sounds like uh, sounds like got Christmas over there with a wrapping paper and stuff. But but anyways, um, Ozzy, robot bartender is trying to wrap presents. Ozzy obviously has released a new album. And unfortunately, it came days before he canceled because of sickness. He canceled his uh, his uh, 2020 tour. You know, we haven't heard much I, more about that. But I did. Uh, I did watch a uh, complete legacy about 
from when he started to when to where he is now. Okay. Uh, interview. Okay. And uh, is uh, another bizarro little uh, situation, man. Randy Rhodes, you know that guy in the airplane kind of swooped too low down to the bus with uh, Rudy Zarzo and uh, all these guys on the plane, and uh, Rudy said, "No, I don't." You know, from Quiet Riot said, "No, I don't." Don't want to go on that. And uh, the third pass, all cocaine and fuel. That wingtip of that plane hit that hit that bus and <laughs> crashed and burned. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was sad. But yeah, uh, Sharon really did rescue him from. Uh, oh, absolutely, Sharon's from, been a, from despair. Yeah. yeah, Sharon's been a big influence in his but life. But he admitted he admitted that uh, his infidelity, you know, has. Uh, cost him it's amazing that sharon is still a part of his life because you know he's been and still to this day a heavy and still to this day she she took she took the till death do you part literally right which but not many women do and you got to give sharon kudos because i but with his blood type they say that he is immune to so many toxins that he's put in his body it's 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 a it's amazing or disbelief that this this man is still alive oh correct i mean honestly no what what he has done and and abuse his body and for something within his dna just well you're gonna hear it because i'm gonna play a couple stories for you oh i know because i've listened to it this was uh this was i don't think you heard this yet this is a great interview and this was the uh, release party they just had last week for the new album. And or Ordinary Man is is an awesome tune. The input that he had on it, and I'll tell you a little bit about it, is um, so he, who was involved in this is uh, he had, uh, Ozzy had Andrew Waite, which basically produced and did keyboards. And, of course, you know, we talked about this last week. Duff McCreggan from uh, Guns N' Roses played guitars. Oh, and yeah. then, no, bass. You know, yeah, I'm sorry, bass. And, yeah, and then, uh, Duff's, a, Duff's a hell of a bass player. And then, yeah, and Andrew Waite played guitars, I'm sorry, and, and keyboards. And then, yeah, uh, and then cause that, production. Yeah, because Andrew filled in for uh, Slash, and he did a great job for Guns N' Roses. Well, and Slash is on Ordinary Man. You know, he, he, played, he played on Ordinary Man along with Elton John. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Elton John is on because I was sitting down here cool with the robot. I, I was sitting here with the robot bartender earlier, and she goes, "I said, I said, who is this?" And she's like, "I, I just listening to it, listening to it, and going, I don't, I don't know." And and she listened to it for about thirty seconds and went, "Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I just can't place it." So, so I'll give you the heads up on that. But on top of that, of course, Chad Smith on drums, which Chad Smith like, and I would almost put Chad Smith in the same category, not quite, but close as Neil Peart. He's a he's not just a drummer. Chad Smith is a musical genius. I mean, he uh, and and most of those guys will tell you Chad Smith had not only just his drumming ability, but he offers input and 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 knows what he's doing. You know, when it comes to producing music, and you know the, the combination of them of putting it all together, it's a neat story because they put it all together in four days. Those musicians actually came in the studio recorded everything in four days and once they got done they handed it over to ozzy and andrew and and said okay here we go we're done we we made we made the music now put the lyrics to it now you know whatever but um right 
but yeah, this is uh, so. This first clip I'm going to play for you is this is just a a little bit with uh, with uh, Ozzy talking to and and I should give credit to uh, Billy Morrison because Billy Morrison did the interview with uh, with Ozzy and uh, uh, Andrew Waite just to uh, you know do the release party. But um, like I told you, it's it's amazing to me. And you, you tell me if you feel the same way when we get done because uh, I think that Ozzy sounds the best that he's sounded in. in they, have, they have said that, the interviews, that he is uh, better than he's ever sounded uh, I, It before. was incredible. I was incredible. He was legible. I mean, it's still, it's still, it's still, but I mean, it's still Ozzy. You know, Ozzy's always going to be Ozzy. As far as from a health aspect and understanding Ozzy that I've followed for so many years, I, I was impressed. I was I was thinking, wow, this guy sounds like he's actually getting better instead of worse. Yeah, and, there's a compilation of uh, him talking, and he's, uh, like you said, doing this uh, press release. He's the most legible. Correct. <laughs> no. Correct. Like So, yeah, check this. So, uh, so Well, listen. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, go they, ahead. they only got about, uh, <laughs> the one that I listened to was like only two or three minutes long. He's like, enough. Let the music do the talking. I'm done. Exactly. And he just exactly. Said, that's it. That's it. I'm done. That's it. Fuck off, you buggers. You know, so or whatever, whatever gonna, he says. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a little bit of the uh, the interview with uh, with uh, him and uh, him and uh, Andrew sitting and uh, sitting there talking to uh, Billy Morrison. Then right after that, I'm gonna play a little bit of ordinary man with you. It, so yeah, check this out. It, you'll, you'll love this. Ordinary man. It, it's an amazing song, and I want to find out from you as well the Elton connection. <laughs> well, when, when, when we um, recorded, I remember thinking. But I don't know what part of it, but it reminded me of an uh, Elton in the 70s, that style. And I went home and I, and I well, from, she was in front of me, Elton, for many, many years, more, more, more so than my, my wife than I. And I said to Sharon, does this remind you of an Elton song? She said, not really. <laughs> I said, well, fuck off then. <laughs> And she said, uh, I said, what if you play on it, play on it or sing on it? She said, ask him. He said, yes, and the next one, Andrew's down in his place in Atlanta. Is that blowing your mind? I can't, I mean. Can you get on a plane and go and record Elton John for Ozzy's album? <laughs> I mean, the whole thing was like that. Yeah. Just one thing after the next, you know? It's like, make this basic kind of, these basic tracks with with the guys and you know i played the piano to my best of my ability just this chorus i had these chords for a minute for years actually and never turned into anything then when i showed it to the guys then that's when the magic happens again here go here for the verse okay cool and do you know that's how it was all kind of made and then it's that and then we write this heavy song and then duff calls me and says okay slash can come over at this point to do it i'm like Oh my God. So, and Slash is on it. Then Ozzy is like, <laughs> I, love, I want an orchestra and that. a choir on this song. <laughs> Go to Abbey Road and record the orchestra. I love this story. So I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I go there and I, my favorite strings are, uh, on the bittersweet symphony song by the Verve, oh, I mean amazing. those strings are just stupendous all the way through. So I found the that guy they stole from the Beatles. Those strings, by the way, this guy named right? Will Malone. And then I look at his credits and I to post. <laughs> <laughs> no, I look I look at his credits and the first 
his first job ever was the first Black Sabbath album. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Or the second one, which would That was his first job he ever had? Sabbath. probably going to play a little bit more of this than I should have, but you got to at least get to the to the one and a half minute mark because it's it's just and 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 the and his story in the song is awesome. You know, you got to appreciate Ozzy's Ozzy's dark and pain, but at the same time, you you. You, you gotta appreciate this song for what it is, but yeah, this is awesome. So yeah, check this out. Let me crank this up a little bit. Okay. Yes, If you don't think that that's got a little Beatles feel, feel to it, well, listen to who's singing right now. Who's this? I'm still here for you. Elton John, my friend. Very nice. Elton John. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. And the strings. I mean, you heard uh, you heard Andrew talking about getting the strings in there, and and yeah, it's a it's an awesome tune. Very awesome. And uh, Slash playing the guitar in there. Slash playing the guitar solo. And, and Slash did it just right. It wasn't, it, it fit the song, you know? I mean, Slash is capable of, we all know what Slash is capable of. Well, he's got that distinct uh, but guitar he's, sound. He's a, he's a musician through and through. And, oh, and, for sure. And to listen to him play on there. I've yeah, seen was, him on, it was I've incredible. seen Guns N' Roses three times. Yeah, uh, it was incredible. Twice at their worst and once at their best. <laughs> <laughs> They open up for, uh, or Skid Row open up for Guns N' Roses and uh, Toledo Speedway, and that's when uh, Axel couldn't come to Michigan because he had a warrant for his arrest. <laughs> and if he did come Not to Michigan, Axel. and if Axel did come to uh, Michigan, he was going to get arrested. So. That crazy Axel. So the closer they get was uh, uh, the Toledo Speedway. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah. remember White Crosses? Uh, I do. Yeah, that yeah little, those are huge that, in Canada. That little hyper uh, get you going kind of thing. Yeah, they were only legal in the states for probably about two years, and they yeah, banned we, them. We had like a thousand. Yeah, you had to go to Canada to <laughs> yeah. get them. We had like a thousand driving down. They were speeders. Yeah, speeders. And uh, I'll describe this particular day: uh, Skid Row, 
Skid Row. No, Sebastian Bach was uh, phenomenal. Everybody, it was great. It was. It wasn't a fight to go see uh, Skid Row or you know Guns N' Roses because both of those bands were heading you know big time. Sure. But obviously, Guns N' Roses was a little bit bigger than Skid Row, so that's how it ended up. So Skid Row goes through their set, and it's raining like a mofo out on the Toledo Speedway, and they got this big Zeppelin hanging over Toledo Speedway. And we're like, there it is, and we go, and you know, we're we're rocking, and we're, you know, and I just bought these white brand new tennis shoes and this brand new Levi jacket <laughs> and it's raining and it's pouring and we get in there and it ain't nothing but a mud show right right and I'm standing there and I'm fucking hyped up and I'm like F- it there ain't no way there's no way I'm gonna keep my brand new tennis shoes clean <laughs> if i can't get up to the front of the stage in this mud pit so me ddd danny d uh R- rk and uh walt we jump in this huge puddle and just say F- it and we just get muddier than hell and as soon as we bum rush bum rush the stage at the at, at, the, at the concert uh some asshole throws a bottle at <laughs> at Axel Rose, and he goes, "There's a surprise! Kill that motherfucker!" You know, and it totally incites a riot. You know what he just got? Because Axel Rose, that that was the same thing that he got a, a bench warrant for in uh, in Michigan, is because he threw a bottle and hit a girl in the head, and uh, major lawsuit. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's what he did. So some some fan was pissed off and threw a bottle at him, and then he said and he just incited another right. But we walked out of there so speeded up. <laughs> we're <laughs> hanging just doing, out with white crosses. And we're doing like a Axel Rose a, concert. We're doing like a hundred a piece, and we're just popping them. And we're driving through Detroit, and we all got a piss. And uh, after the concert, and we see this little puppy in this in this alley, and we're like. Even though we're so hopped up and we're so messed up, it's like we can't leave this dog in the rain, you know, sitting in a in a in a in an alley in Detroit. And uh, my buddy uh, R.K. ends up getting the dog. And 17 years later, listen to the dog, man. Yeah, listen, listen. Uh, so his his dad, which is we know very well, and he comes in one day. I'm standing there, and uh, I'm telling the story about the Skid Row Guns N' Roses concert. <laughs> Rant, or, oh shit! Our R- K says, uh, you know, he told his dad that he got the dog in a different way, right? <laughs> he never told his dad that we went to a Skid Row and Guns N' Roses concert, picked up a dog in an alley in Detroit, and were pissing all over. <laughs> the place and we couldn't leave this dog in there and he had that dog for 17 years man no kidding yeah true story but his dad he he lied to his dad and then i told him the real story and he's like like 25 years later he's like are you freaking kidding me you know he told me you know no that that was a real story so nice so i'm just here to tell you the truth so RK, if you're listening, or DD, uh, Danny, Danny D, or R. Kelly, or Walt, 
uh, no last name. R. Kelly's not listening. No, R. Kelly I know. is not listening. He's, I know R. Kelly's right not now. listening. <laughs> but that's that. That's the guy's initials. So even if you're listening, no. So very cool. Well, just so we get this out there, I I wanted to make sure we covered the copyright. Because uh, but I'm we're sure not play I'm, I'm I'm telling you, Slash was probably really pretty pissed at uh, Axel for that. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm sure. How many uh, canceled concerts that that Axel? Uh, effed up for you know guns and oh roses, many you know many like I said many. I've seen I I've seen two shitty shows with Guns and Roses and like one good one you know well it's funny it. the, I'm looking the, at the, the copyrights on this one and I and I didn't even realize that uh, that uh, Slash didn't even take credit on this uh, on this song but but we have to make sure we give credit to so the lyricist on uh, Ordinary Man is uh, Billy Walsh Andrew Watman Chad Smith. Duff McKagan and Ozzy Osbourne, okay. and the composers are. I know all the those guys. Exact, do you? you yeah, I, I know all those um, uh, musicians and. Uh, and the, the composers, the exact same list. Duff's and, from, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, McKe- uh, Keegan's from. Uh, Duff's from Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, I can go on and on. Uh, you just flip the screen, so. Yeah, no, they're 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 all the same guys. So and I'll and I'll get this out and of the Andrew, way too. Andrew uh, Woman, he's the he replaced uh, Slash as the guitarist in Guns N' Roses. Well, he's he's the one that actually produced this whole thing, and he's the one he's the one that put the Ozzy and uh, Post Malone connection together. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I guess uh, I guess Andrew works very closely and has done a lot of stuff with Post Malone. So. Um, and that's the didn't, cool thing on this album too. That. Yeah, that's the cool yeah. thing on this album Six too. Six degrees is, of separation again. Because you know we talked about it, and we probably should share a little bit of that with you. I can't get too far into it, but we should probably share a little bit of that Post Malone tune. But there's actually two tunes that uh, Ozzy and Post Malone did together because um, one of them was the fact that uh, you know Post Malone wanted Ozzy on his song, and then just in turn they did a they did a song together on Ozzy's album. So yeah, they're both on there, but. Um, but uh, yeah, before we get too far too far along, I just want to share one more story with you because I love this story, and as long as you can understand Ozzy, this is a great story, because as much as Ordinary Man is is very much the uh, the 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 soft uh, Mama I'm coming home type of song, um, the Raid is a, a completely different version and more like the Ozzy that everybody knows. And I, 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 I got to share this story. It's called. There's it, no remix to this thing. The, it's called. It's a raid. And oh, this okay. is this is the uh, this is the uh, end of the interview where they talked about uh, talked about making the song. But listen to Ozzy's story about this song. Then I'll play a little bit of this song for you too. Well, I think we're recording Volume Four, and we rented this house in Bel Air to write this album. And we had a, a pile of coke, a pile of pot on this fucking table. <laughs> I'm sitting there, great Beverly, Beverly on Bel Air, sun shining, cocaine, booze, <laughs> pot, the fucking world. I'm thinking, fuck me, I've made it here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting in this house and it's fucking boiling hot. So I go, I see these buttons on the wall. So I go, oh, must be the air conditioning. I press the fucking button, and in about five minutes, four or five cop cars come screaming down the drive. <laughs> I'm shouting, 
It's a fucking rain! <laughs> <laughs> so me and this roadie grab the big bowl of coke. I'm just piling it on the pot. We go into the bathroom. I'm going, I can't fucking throw this. I'm going... <laughs> and then I'm, I'm, I'm gacking. <laughs> <laughs> And then they got the door, the door goes. <laughs> They've gone. I'm going. <laughs> I've got cocaine coming out my fucking ears. Oh so I God. didn't sleep for four days after that. <laughs> so he tells me that story. You gotta write a song called and "It's I'm a like, Ride." Fuck. That's amazing, right? Use use the real shit. Yeah. So I'm obviously a huge Motorhead fan. Post wanted to do a song with Ozzy for his album since Ozzy was so generous to do a song with him for his Post Loves Motorhead I know that so you know at this point I feel like we 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 trust each other so I was like okay let's try we're getting towards the end of the album at the end of the album there's a bunch of these mid-tempo songs Eat Me is slow right. Holy Fraternity is slow I'm like we need one more heater for the end of the album so we put down this thing that's very the whole thing and kind of start this vibe and he, Ozzy comes in and goes it's alright you know he put, <laughs> the story of the song is on there yeah so and, wow. and, and, yeah I know it's a great story and, and what I will tell you is one of the quotes that's not covered in that interview is Ozzy said uh, seven years sober and I'll, I'll take this right out of his mouth Ozzy said seven years sober which he cheekily called fucking boring Osborne said that's doing, probably when he did a show. Doing his album has been healing. Doing music, Osborne, Osborne observed, is the best medicine I've ever had. Ordinary Man debuts February 21st, so it's out there for release right now. A but zebra is never going to change its stripes. But here is a little bit of Ozzy Osborne, true Ozzy Osborne, the way they finished the album, and it's called It's a Raid. Telephone. I know I'm never alone. I've been to places you should never go. God really said to me. All right, and and you know the, the only way. So that's the one that he did with Post Malone because they traded. They traded barbs, and uh, so you know that it, there's only one way to finish that off, because bottom line is you have to have. In case you haven't heard it yet, I'll give you a little preview of this is the song that Ozzy did with uh, Post Malone to, uh, and and God bless Post Malone. I hope he's you know I've seen some stuff on him lately, and I hope he's not in the spot that everybody seems to think he's at. They were really worried about him, and I he's, think he's, uh, he's I think struggling. He's on, he's, I think he's on the uh, psychedelic trip. He's, you know, yeah, he's. They're, they're, but they're that, worried that, that he's. That's a new. That's a new release drug. Uh, trying to get uh, your mind. Uh, well, it, and it, hopefully it's something simple, and he's, you know, he bounces it, back from it, it expand, because um, expansion. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, a lot but of some those of the, guys go uh, soul search. I mean, Jim Morrison did it back in, uh, you know, the '60s. But how much can uh, you believe? 
You know, no, I know, I, mean, I know, and that's and that's the problem. When it goes out there on social media, but you're not there. I mean, yeah, no, I'm not there. Right, I'm not you're not there, there. And, I, and I'm and not there. No, no, but and the, I don't know the, where he's at. But we're, he's what good. we're doing, uh, obviously, this is uh, uh, just uh, liquor and beer uh, infused. Uh, you know, this is real. I mean, you can understand this. I mean, you don't have to uh, go back into uh, psychedelic funk and uh, decipher, <laughs> you know, what state of mind we are in, or no, you know, no, no, or whatever. I mean, obviously, you know where. We catch a buzz and we do shots and we have fun and obviously that's uh, you know what you got that, that you know you you get what you get. Yeah, I mean this is exactly this is it. I mean it's not a uh, fabricated or a uh, uh, makeshift uh, bullshit uh, show <laughs> just to make you listen to it. You know because no this this is the real shit, man. You know uh, honestly this is the real stuff and that's truly what I like about the show and what. I do and what Scooter does, uh, we will not snowball you or uh, shoe shine you or you know <laughs> a, a, any anything. I mean, uh, this is this is a real deal. I mean, this is what you get. Yep. So yep. Well, anyway, pretty cool. Yeah. No. You know, so so we'll get this uh, and, we, and, 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 and we'll wish and, the best for Post Malone. Right. But, but if you want the yeah, right, but if you want the backstory, all you gotta do is ask us. I mean, exactly. we'll 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 tell you the backstory. Yep. I mean. Uh, the backstory is the front story, basically, with us. You know, <laughs> you know I mean, we're, we're we we give you everything we got. I yeah. mean, there there's Hell no yeah. there's no post Malone uh, conspiracy theory or whatever he's doing. Well, I, I I don't know. I mean, and we don't I, know I, what I, he's I, doing either. That's I don't all. Know where he's at. That's all social media generated, and I can't I know, even say all, where Post is uh, at either. And I hope he's in a good spot. And he might be just fine sitting at home right now going, I just had so much fun with Ozzy last month or or whenever they did that, you know, two months ago or whatever. He might be just fine. But right, social well, we've media, all, we've because all been he went sub- out and got screwed up on stage a couple of nights ago or We've all been subjected to uh, celebrity uh, stardism, yeah. uh, bedazzled, and... Uh, Oh, we got the money, the fame, the fortune, and uh, you know now we're now we're uh, legitimate rock stars. And, right, uh, right. Now we don't know how to uh, handle the fame, or the fortune, or the celebrityism, or whatever the fuck you call it. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, you know. People say uh, money doesn't change you. Uh, yeah, Money's it does. Always gonna change yeah, you. it's gonna change your influence, and that's the same. And I, I will. Uh, uh, kind of go a little bit deeper yeah and that's why you have corrupt politicians because that money uh is a uh deterrent to your moral beliefs uh in a way you you probably got into this just to be yourself and do the right thing and then that and then the people that you hang around with have corrupted you filthy in, in 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 sorts and ways and you have drifted off into a different direction uh, that you might uh, have an <laughs> alter ego, like an, you know what I mean? Like a, uh, yeah, it could, I could go that direction if I was influenced that direction. Oh, absolutely. But uh, try to, uh, trying to stay true to yourself. And uh, once you experience that and you go off that deep end, that diving board, and you go off the deep end and you see that, you know, you can't swim and you're drowning, you know, you're going to need some help once in a while. And then you come back to reality and then you try to become your yourself again. 
Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Absolutely. So Absolutely. You know, if you just stay true to yourself, uh, you don't need a diving board or uh, influential friends or money well, to I'm not ready to judge change your direction. I, I, I think that- No, uh, I don't know what's going on with post I don't I'm just saying, in reality either. or friends- I'm talking about this show in reality. This is who we are. This is this is not fake. This ain't, uh, we ain't pulling no punches. We ain't nothing. We are just real, uh, spitting the truth, uh, the best that we know, um, having some fun. And, you know, yeah, it is uh, alcohol-induced. <laughs> Sometimes. You know, <laughs> but it, it's not the deep end. We have not gone off the deep end. Well, and, uh, did you listen to episode eight? <laughs> I'm just okay. All right, listen. But that is still. But we uh, showed up next week, so right. But that's still our self-expression without um, only alcohol induced, not uh, other influences. Uh, people have uh, persuaded you or put you into a situation where you can't come back from, or just saying money or popularity or celebrityism or anything has influenced your way what you started out to do correct correct no i have no i have none of those influences the only influence i have here is you and the robot bartender beyond that it is what it is yeah and and you you get what you get and that that you know amen you, you want an american classic hamburger with uh, bacon and cheese and mayo and, uh, you know, whatever, that's what you get. You know, we're not loading jalapenos and barbecue sauce and, uh, you know, let's throw some uh, uh, Doritos and uh, tomato, onion, cheese, lettuce, pickle. Uh, well, no matter what. You know, I'm no, just saying. No matter where where, I, where, where I, Post is at. I and, can just and, keep going and on. Where, uh, uh, and where Ozzy's at. I mean, and... and, and God bless Ozzy, because he's still a very talented person, as we've all heard. But I want to run this. Yeah, I'll run a bit of this for you. But this is uh, this is Post and Ozzy doing uh, doing one for Post Malone, and uh, we'll, we'll 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 get this out of here, and then we we probably should close the show out because it's already it's already pushing uh, pushing a long time. But yeah, uh, yeah. But you got to hear this, and I'd love to share the whole album with you because if you get a chance, if you can, uh, if you especially if you're a serious XM listener. Go to Ozzy's Boneyard. You're going to hear that interview again. It's a great interview. I listened to it uh, last week. It was awesome. I enjoyed. I the think whole I got thing. three or four minutes but, of uh, uh, interview with Ozzy. But uh, uh, I can't but, remember who who did it or whatever. But, but it was but, on Facebook and somebody shared it. But it was very cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ozzy just being real. But he's check a, this and, song and, out. at the end of the interview. He's like, "Can we just get on with the fucking show?" You know, right? That right. Uh, true Ozzyism. You know. Played this on the jukebox a couple times. It's a good tune. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a very good tune. Yeah, they're like, everybody, you gotta listen to this. And I'm like, very cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, they did, they did a great job together. Gotta appreciate it. And it's funny because uh, I I love when this came up. It was uh, it was it was very neat because uh, Ozzy was approached from his daughter, and his daughter said uh, said, "Will you uh, will you do a will you do a song with Post Malone?" And he says. What the fuck is Post Malone? Right. What's a post? You know, I mean, right. it's, what's a post? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you, you you gotta, you know. It's, but do you know that he, um, in that show, the Osbournes, did you know that he had a um, older daughter that did not and would not uh, participate in yes. the, in the show? Yep. She yep. had nothing to do with it. No. No. And you can't so blame her. A, I mean, yeah, you gotta give it her was just uh, credit it was for that just, because uh, Jack and. Uh, Oh, the other one. Yeah, I don't remember her name. Man, sorry. They uh, even at early age uh, when they were doing that Osborne's, uh, even the older daughter didn't want anything to do with that. Nope. The younger uh, Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, I think you got it. Yep. Yeah, she was messed up on drugs at that time. She I was know. whacked and jacked, you know, just like Jack. You know, I mean, that was a whole shit show. I mean, if you watch it, you could tell that <laughs> that was major dysfunctional family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, you know, we all got our trials and tribulations. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. But, yeah. So did you bring a deep dive this week? Because we actually should get these people out of here. And uh, I don't know if you brought one or had one or didn't have one or if I'm doing both of them this week or where we're at. Because I brought mine. I still got the joke of the week. I still got my deep dive. And, and we got to get the heck out of here because it's we're already pushing a two oh, oh, well over two hour show and i told you we could do a we could do a four hour show if you wanted to but i don't think our listeners are going to appreciate that very much why uh let's go with your deep dive if you got something real you quick. got okay well i mean I i'm gonna do. i'm gonna go back to so <laughs> you're gonna laugh you're gonna laugh at me on this one but i will go back to um, actually, actually, I was gonna do something, but I won't do it. So you go first, but then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do mine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch mine up. Well, I, I'm going back to our last week's show, or not, not last week, but two weeks ago. I'm gonna do the deep dive and the cover tunes. So I have one. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna dig deep for a little bit of wall of voodoo. You have any idea where I'm going? Yeah, dude. Really? Because okay. uh, I that might have been one of my future uh, deep dives with the wall of. Voodoo. Well, you're not you're not getting it because I got a little bit of wall of voodoo for you. And the old ring of fire. Yeah, we have to do the ring of fire from the wall of voodoo just because we did so much for Johnny Cash the prior week. But yeah, here's a little bit of wall of voodoo. guitar and tattoo is Mark Marlin. Over here on keyboard and other arguments is Bill Nolan. <laughs> and other over arguments. here on synthesizer and hand is Chaz Gray. And I'm your host, Ramsey Lewis. Thank you. Thank you, 
Thank you, MTV. Hey, man. It's a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring. I was bound by wild desire. I fell into a ring of fire. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames got higher. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire, the ring of fire, the ring of fire. What an original, you know? I mean, it's so, so original. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, especially after, after a couple weeks ago, it's not, uh, it's not typical Johnny Cash, but, but, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I, Wall of Voodoo, I mean, they were kind of almost a one-hit wonder, and, and, and they, you know, they got, they got that song, a couple other smaller songs, but, uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Just something different, especially... Especially in that day and age of uh, grunge and uh, punk right. and new wave and and uh, I know I keep going back to the new wave. No, but, you're good. But 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 uh, uh, I I had two different deep dives and now after listening to that I am going to change my deep dive for the night. Okay. Because this was a song that uh, majorly influenced me. Uh, I, I believe it was the eighth grade. Okay. And. Uh, there was a record shop and stuff downtown. Full Moon Records. Full Moon. Full Mark Moon Falk. Records. And I couldn't wait to get my hands on this record. And I don't even know where I had uh, originally had heard the song before that influenced me, but I, I could not get enough. And this this band, uh, the lead singer has passed away. And I, I uh, kill me or shoot me if I, I can't remember his name. But uh, this was this was a great song. And I remember that one of the songs uh, that this band covered was in The Lost Boys. Really? The, the movie, The Lost yeah. Boys? Oh, yeah. I remember it well. Yeah. Love the soundtrack. All right. But that the, the, the one of the bands uh, uh, that were in there, uh, they, they covered the song in uh, the movie. But uh, that was the band. But this is not the song from The Lost Boys. Okay. But it's the band, uh, I Still Believe. Remember that song? I from do. The Lost Boys? Yeah, I very still well. believe with the saxophone player. Player, I still. That's the band. That was the call. They okay. they were the original ones that wrote that song, and then that song got covered in the movie The Lost Boys. But this was the very first song that I remember from the the band, and the name of the band is The Call. The Call. Okay. All right. But I this, almost vaguely remember the call. Yeah. the The name of the band was the Call, but this was the very first song that uh, got me hooked on these guys. And I'm telling you, uh, 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 Recoil was a great album from these guys. I, I really appreciate it. And it didn't have uh, uh, When the Walls Came Down on it. It was one of their first albums. And I can't find it anywhere. Really? But I love the song. But the second okay. the second album from the band called The Call, uh, I love every, every every single song on that album. But here, uh, here you go. This was a... a, a I do believe, you know, and uh, now that in retrospect that I, I, I get it that they were a political band at the time. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, didn't realize that, that, that uh, they were, you know, possibly one of my major first influences uh, politically as a band. Okay. So here you go. The walls came is this, down. Is this ad-free? 
Uh, no. No? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> of course, nothing on YouTube is ad-free. You know, no, you know how I... that goes. That's all right. We, we, we can just... Uh, we can just write so, it out. So here we go. Skipping ads. More music. MTV. More of your favorite music. A little ad. Man. I can't MTV. make that up. Music television. A little MTV. I don't mind advertising for MTV. Remember this one at all? I do. Yeah, I do remember this one. I mean, I'm sorry. I I, I remember this one. You remember? I do remember it. But uh, the political... uh, I've listened to it over and over, and the political stuff was uh, phenomenal. Well, they blew their horns. And the walls came down. Yeah, remember it very well. I didn't remember the band name, but I do remember that. I remember the song very well. There was a little record store in a mall in Marysville, and uh, I, I now I remember I walked in and they were playing this. I I, I think it was a demo in the background and I was like blown away but I couldn't I couldn't get the demo so after that I was I was talking you know yeah I think he died of cancer too yeah 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 very nice very yeah. nice went the, deep on that the call went deep but yeah, back to ever, the uh, yeah, back to the ever, punk new wave days. Yeah, but if you ever get a chance, I mean, all their music is really, really good. Uh, yeah, no, that's uh, the call. I do. Now that you say that, I do remember them. So, yeah, yeah. The, I I think one of their second albums is uh, better than their first. Honestly, man, there's just so many good stuff on that. You know, I can go on and on. Yeah, yeah. Very well, cool. and so you have. Yeah, so, and you so have. I have. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get. But the- it was very fun hanging out with you in the studio tonight, Heck again, yeah. man, bro. Well, let's so, get the joke uh, of the week out of here, and let's let these people go home because it's uh, it's been a long show. And I told you, I, when we started this, I told you I had tons of stuff to cover. But uh, but uh, but yeah, let's. Uh, we nearly let's- we nearly. Uh, Tip the iceberg over and sink the Titanic. I didn't even cover all the news stories that I wanted to. I I know there was so much in there. I was kind of like picking and choosing and and going, yeah, and no, and no, and no, and but uh, yeah, what a week, what a week. And so, so here's the comparison. Our information, we have so much information. We we could have sunk the Titanic with just our information. We could, we could in a new. analogy you know <laughs> we have so much information we could have sunk the titanic with our information all right how's that for an analogy that's an analogy i know that's an anal allergy well that's your <laughs> that's your point of view <laughs> it's all a matter of perspective that's what you like <laughs> i i you know i i don't judge so. <laughs> and i don't ask yeah <laughs> 
Oh man! All right. So, so. are we going to do the uh, we're going to do the joke of the week well, before we, we get ha- out of here? We have to. We have talk. to. Yeah. yeah. Did you gear up? Did you gear up the theme? I have not. I have I, not. I can. I, can I mean, you got to get your uh, yeah, because we got to get the. Uh, we got to get Sean's meats in here, and uh, you know, I mean, Sean's Sean's helping us out, helping us grow, helping us, uh, helping us make this podcast great again. So, we got to uh, we we got to make sure that we get him in here. So, make sure you get a uh, high to our meats at eight one zero four three four six one eight eight, and he is sponsoring the joke of the week, brought to you by High Tower Meats. I don't even have a uh, I don't even have a name for this uh, for this week's uh, this week's uh, joke of the week, but uh, let me just lead off with it. So, Northeast Pennsylvania Art Gallery, it depicted three very naked and very black men sitting on a park bench. What was unusual was the men on both ends of the bench had black penises. But the man in the middle had a very pink penis. Two women were standing there, staring at the painting, scratching their heads, and trying to figure out what was the painting. The artist walked by and noticed the women's confusion. Can I help you with this painting? He asked. Well, yes, said one woman. We were curious about the picture of the black men on the bench. Why does the black man in the middle have a pink penis? Oh, said the artist. I'm afraid you've misinterpreted the painting. The three men are not African Americans. They're Pennsylvania coal miners. And the fellow in the middle went home for lunch. Hey, is that, is that, uh, yeah, is that yeah, one okay? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. We're, good. we're good with that one. <laughs> okay, yeah. just just checking. All right. just <laughs> you never know. <laughs> that's like, uh, I, I let me see if I can Oh remember. boy, here comes no, the comparison. Just, I, you we might have to edit, cut, paste, uh, post. Uh, no, it's like the, 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 Irish, uh, the Irishman and the Polishman and the Italian, they're all sitting on the bridge. They're all brood bridge builders oh we get two jokes of the week out of for one so they're all sitting there and uh you know the the italian the italian guy goes if my wife makes me another italian sub i'm gonna jump off this bridge whatever (laughs) didn't happen so the irishman if my wife makes me another reuben uh corned beef sandwich i'm gonna jump off this so the polish guy you know obviously he's sitting there and he goes if my wife makes me another baloney sandwich, I'm jumping off. And he jumps off. He jumps off the bridge. So after everything's all said and done, and you know the the wife, uh, you know, is informed that you know his husband or her husband has uh, jumped off the bridge and killed himself, and she walks up on the scene and she's like, "What happened?" Well, he said, uh, you know, the Italian and the and, and the Irishman said, you know, if you you make another baloney sandwich, he's he's gonna jump off this bridge. And she's like, he made his own sandwich before he went to work. <laughs> Had to go. I know. Got to go. When you got to go, you got to go. Hey, it's a Polish joke. Eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. All right. So, yeah, we can edit that. Now the now the Polacks are gonna. 
Listen, there is a Pol- listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. There is a Polak, a Polak, and I'll just say Polak. There's a Polish guy. He is undefeated, uh, undefeated in the UFC right now, and he's going up some other dude. And he, I, my money is on the Polish guy right now. This guy, I, uh, a K O W something W O L S K E or S K I. He he's the uh, he's the contender right now, and okay. he is he's a, he's a monster of a Polish guy, and uh, I I can't make this up, but uh, I I will get back to you next week after this fight and do that. I will tell you the result of who had uh, won this Polish guy. He has undefeated record in the UFC right now. And Very nice. I, he is a force to be reckoned with. Okay. And I don't know how many baloney sandwiches this guy's ate. <laughs> And how many bridges he's jumped off, but this guy's pissed off and he's angry, and he's coming, he's coming for you. So yeah. very nice. It'd be cool. Very nice. So yeah. Well, yeah. no baloney, no but, baloney here. No baloney here. Uh, we're. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. That's the first Polish guy that I've, uh, I've I've seen in the UFC with the you know the SKI you know uh, ending of the, of his name. So okay. The results will be in next week. There you go. And I'll let you know. There you go. Stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. He'll have the results next week. Yeah. Guarantee he'll forget about it, but we'll see. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan's all over this, man. All right. Well, I guess that's the end of that show. And uh, we're going to we're gonna get the heck out of here. And we're going to finish it off with a little bit more uh, Nopacetic no for you. Right Because on. she will be our something for you to look forward to. Because she yep. will be our guest next week. And we're looking forward to it. Very cool. She is a... She's got a beautiful voice, and she she plays very, very well. So, yeah, very much looking forward to it. So I hope you guys check back. And she's and a redhead, so don't mess with her. That's right. Right. That's right. So in the meantime, make sure you keep liking us on Facebook because we appreciate those likes. They keep growing. So. And guess what happened? Amen. We just hit the hundreds or a thousand downloads a show. We did. Yeah. Very cool. We so we we are uh, officially out there. We are officially out right. there. So if you want to sponsor us or uh, be affiliated with us, uh, send it up. We're getting more emails. Did you see the emails that we got? I do. Very cool. I do. Yeah, very coming. They They're coming. coming in. People are communicating. We appreciate it. So yeah. so God bless. Thank make you sure. for listening, man. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate it. We very appreciate cool. all you guys. So make sure you keep doing what you do. Yep. We appreciate it and it helps us grow. We love it. Yep. We love it. So Yeah, the show's only gonna get better. And I we promise you this from the beginning. So yeah. Everybody we're have just, a great night. We're just getting started. We're gonna get out of here and yep. we'll see you next week with no pathetic. So in the meantime, we are, are out. out. Peace, suckers.